Hi everybody, you guys know me, I am Corey, I am the Diggity Diggity Dungeon Disaster DJ. I'm here to thank you guys for coming back to episode 27 of Opportunity Roll. Um, I know we've been having a hard time pushing out episodes. Um, we're working with a laptop that is a little subpar for editing, but currently right now we are working on getting that changed Um just need a little bit of savings to kind of, you know, get back to the computer that we once had. Um, if you can, if you're interested, check out our Patreon. We've got new background photos um, for computers. We've got uh, NPC articles for people who are in the game. Um, we've got 15 minutes before and after the sessions that you can hear me in the par party just like... Chilling, talking, talking about games, talking about life, uh, and that kind of stuff. If that's something you're interested in. If not, um, thank you for coming back to the episodes. Thank you for at least being here. Thank you for waiting for this next episode and, uh, you know, just being here for us. Um, anyway, I think that's enough. I'll get to uh, talking to you guys more at the end of the episode. Hope you guys enjoy. Previously, last episode, we started at the cart after a rat bomb blew up our friend uh, and all of our goats, we found out. Uh, the After a little bit of repairs and haggling, we managed to snag a cow and find out that the rat bomb had something to do with Martha's husband. Uh, switching over, Castor, Callisto, and followed by Finn... Uh, went to the area to meet uh, Callisto's family. On the way there, they discovered that the place had been ransacked, uh, and there had been something that had trashed everything and burrowed a hole. They went down the hole, and at the end of the hole, they found a nasty creature that jumped at them and had vicious armor and nastiness, and they retreated from it. Uh, this caused Finn to be upset because last time the three of them went somewhere alone without telling anybody uh, he died. Uh, Callisto needed time alone, and during this time alone she went and asked around to see if anybody had seen uh, Tieflings or Skeezy. Um, they, she managed to trap him down to the temple of the crystal where they went and had a conversation. Uh, he had died and come back and was now a necromancer, and he had a plan to go back to find the crystal and use its powers to resurrect his entire clan. Callisto decided not to go with him and stayed with the group. Uh, meanwhile, at the group, um, there was lots of shenanigans with card games and cows, and when they all met up back together, they decided to get on the road and travel out. Um, they traveled with, uh, the man who would be known as Soot's friend from grade school, and, uh, uh, they camped for the night, the man, uh, who had to punch Caster at midnight, punched Caster at midnight, and punched the ghost out of him. Um, and then... I believe also Finn found a little buried box of gold. And 
that's it. That's where we left off. Hi, everybody. I'm Corey. I'm the Dungeon Master for Opportunity Roll. I'm here with the group. Say hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do introductions, and then we have a bit of announcement. And uh, well, actually, two announcements. And then we'll get right into the game. Uh, let's go ahead and start with uh, Dust. Hello, I am Dust, and I will be playing Finn, the human bard, who is just excited to be here. Think on your feet. Don't say monk. Alex. <laughs> I didn't intend to say monk, but okay. Hi, I'm Alex. I will be playing Callisto, your tiefling druid who is going through some shit. Uh, Z-Man Ultra. Hi, I'm Chris. I'll be playing Zara, the uh, human monk of the old light. He's uh, He was kept in the dark a little bit the last episode, so I'm really excited to see what happens with all these revelations. Jace. Hey everyone, I'm Jace. Uh, I play Soot, the human fighter, who is, hopefully, feeling better. And last but not least, Caster, Rodeo. Hi, I'm Max Rodeo, and I play Caster, your Azimar Cleric of the Grave. So the announcements are, one is a rather sad, but also good announcement. Um, we currently uh, will be down one member, and we wish her the best. Um, she is seeking uh, some time alone for some personal time. She's had some things happen in life that uh, you know, we all need time for. So we wish her the best, and when she returns, uh, we'll be happy to, to have her come back. Um, the other uh, announcement is I know that you guys listen and often we mention Roll20, Roll20, Roll20. Um, we still love Roll20, uh, but for ease and some other cool kind of funness, we are now going to be switching over to Foundry VTT. Now, that won't mean much for you listeners. Um, systems will be different, but the game will still pretty much play the same. But uh, yeah, just wanted to kind of shout out the difference in case. You we do have people out there who might notice. Um, and if you do, thank you. You are a very apt person for listening. And I welcome you. So, again, the morning of the 10th, so warm, the weather has not been fantastic. Now, there is a lot of wind today, and not a lot of chill. It's almost like a, a rather windy fall evening. But... The strange thing about the wind is it's coming in a, in a dry area, almost as a desert kind of dry air. The road among you seems relatively unheard. Uh, there's nobody down the road. There's nobody behind you, at least not in eyesight as of currently as you wake up. So you have plenty enough time to wake up, eat breakfast, and uh, kind of assess the situation. 
you will notice that there is one person among you who isn't there this morning. No smell of pancakes, I assume. No. Has anybody seen Martha? Kester will get up from his place on the ground um, and look around the the camp, see if he can't find her or any sign of her. Uh, do you need an investigation check? Ooh, I'm great at those. It's ten. Um, no sign of Martha. Uh, but you will find a note uh, on the cart door. I will pick it up and I will read it. I know we have a very dangerous mission, and I am very sorry, and I hope you sweeties will take care of yourselves while I'm gone. But I have some business back home, and I'm really afraid for my people after the avalanche. I hope to meet up with you again shortly after all is said and done, but I don't know how long it'll take. Caster, don't run into danger. Watch Finn and make sure he doesn't pick up any icky items. I will be back soon. I love you all. Caster's gonna kind of just plop onto his butt with the note in his hand. Caster? What? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah, and he'll just hand you the note. Uh, Callisto will read it, and then read it back aloud, so everybody can hear. Oh, that's a bit of an anticlimax. Uh, Breakfast on me. Uh... Do you want some help? Uh, uh sure. I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the recipe. Um the only things I need know how to make are things that my father and Leander helps me to concoct. Um in fact, this uh, was one of his favorites. We usually we we used to have it in bed on weekends. Um, it's kind of like pancakes, but a little thinner. Um, oh. Um, I, I, I pick up pretty fast. Just show me, like, if you could show me what to do, I'll, I'll help out. Absolutely. Zara uh, will give uh, Finn like little finger guns, and then point to uh, some flour. Uh, and then he's going to. I'm pretty sure it doesn't require yeast, but I am going to need some honey. I'm sure Martha kept some honey. Well, while they're. I mean, while Zara and Finn are cooking, he's going to be talking to him. Uh, uh, how, uh, how are you doing? How are you taking the news and everything? Well, I'm fine. I, I, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm fine. It, you don't sound fine. 
Well, I I thought that this might be inevitable. Um, I mean, adventuring isn't the life for everyone, I guess. And she did have a very good reason for leaving her, her people and all that. I'm not sure if I was in the same position that I wouldn't make the same decision. Yeah. Truthfully, if, if it was my own hometown, I don't know how I'd feel either. It just kind of makes, you know, just... She at least... I'm glad she at least, like, left us a note, so... Yeah, and he'll, he'll start uh, stirring the batter a little thicker. But also, you just hadn't had a chance to really talk much since, well... I came back, just wanted to see how everything, how everything you're, you're doing with, you know, how you're dealing with everything, you know? Well, I, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to this, this trip, actually. Um, before you all came back, and he'll wrinkle his eyebrows for a second as if he's thought of something. Um, Martha and I had a good go over the cart. And, uh, you know, made it bright and shiny. Um, I'm thinking that I'll be taking over much of the maintenance around here, at least. We'll all, we'll all help. I know that. Um. I mean, by the I... way, where, where did you three go off to? You all came back together, or at least you and Castor did. Uh, I... I guess we forgot to mention that uh she uh that we went to Skeezy I, I think that's what his name was I, I the tavern or something right Skeezies or skeevies like it's hard to tell with the lips there <laughs> the the lips V and S sometimes blur together You can read lips That's right. You've been dead. Yeah. Um. I believe it was shortly after your funeral. I apologize if this is awkward to listen to, but shortly after we said our goodbyes, um, we had a little talk in a tavern about listening and consequences and cooperation and friendship and all that good stuff and um i revealed um that i had been keeping quiet about being deaf um so to speak uh um i i play music still um i haven't always been deaf but um you've always known me as deaf as even though you might not have known it. Um, that's one cat out of the bag. <laughs> that's that's impressive, though, to still be able to play as beautifully as you did and and not be able to to hear it. Yeah, well, it takes some accommodation. You know, you tune through the harmonics of the strings and you sing based on the tempo you hear through the floor. And, you know, there are ways I get around it. Interesting. 
definitely have to talk more about it, but uh, uh, when we, when they, they didn't know I was following them, but I had a feeling and I just couldn't like let them go by themselves because of what happened last time. So I followed them. They went inside the place that was abandoned. There was a hole near the fireplace. And they decided to keep going down. So I just caught up with them and we ran into a creature who, had, who attacked us. We managed to escape. That's and why Callisto was covered in blood. Yes, because it attacked her. I... I'm really sorry to hear that, but I'm, I guess I congratulate you on your escape tactics. It was right for you to turn back. Yes, but once again, I may have said too, uh, uh, too much in my... I guess the best word to put it is put my foot in my mouth, because it, it, was, it was a scary thought to see them do the exact same thing. And they were, and they didn't know I was there. So if the two of them, something happened to one of them, we would have never known. Exactly. Did you put your foot in your mouth? Is that the expression? Yeah, I, I, basically berated them for for not thinking ahead. And, and you're thinking that probably wasn't the right thing for you to do at least at the moment. I wouldn't say it was the right thing to do. Is I should have worded it better. And I need you to do me a favor. Must humor me for a bit. This is not a lecture or anything. It's just something that I feel really strongly about. Imagine if I had been awake enough to follow you without being detected. Then when we all caught up with one another, I could have given you the very same lecture that you gave Callisto and Castor. Now, what would that do? It wouldn't do anything, really. Lectures are all well and good if you're in a university or a major's college, but... They don't mean anything if they don't come from the heart. They just go in one ear and out the other. So I need you to do me a favor. And the next time, lecture with your actions instead of your words. I think you did right by turning around and coming here. I'll give you that, and I'll say no more. I'll try, but never been good at that. I've always used my words to get out of, or to get in or out of trouble. That so. in, its, in itself is a completely different virtue, <laughs> and something that I envy. But uh, just just think on that, and I might have to talk with the other two later. But it might be better as a group thing, yeah, guild thing. Um. You can stop whipping that batter. Um, it has to combine now. Oh, no. Hand it over. Sorry, just... Wandering. My mind is wandering. 
Oh, no, mine too. Mine's way too thick. These aren't going to turn out to anything like Leander's. <laughs> uh, it'll be food, though. So. At least it's something. Has it started storming? You see a bit of ripple of lightning through the sky through a cloudy day uh, as the wind kind of whips, but no rain. And the weather has been weird the past few days. Can I guess so. from everyone? Oh. Okay, I'm going to milk the cow when I'm outside too, by the way. Okay. I'm sorry, did you say perception? Yes, please. Cool, cool. All right, so we got an 18 for Caster, 18 for Finn, 25 for um, Zer, uh, and a 10 for Callisto. The, the trees, and it's not going to be hard to see, and I think everybody is going to see them. Um, Chase, did you want to make a run? Oh, I, I was like... In my head, I was still in the cart. I was waiting for a moment to come out, but conversation never really wove. So I am still in okay. the cart. In my brain. How about we say, like, right now, as everything is lulled, you uh, come on out of the cart now. Okay. I can, I can come out with a perception check, too. Let's see. Would make sense. You would oh, yeah. That's about right. <laughs> Even you will see this. Um, the trees will turn yellow and the leaves will turn orange and yellow, and you'll start to see some falling, as if the season changed before your eyes, the grass will yellow a bit and become a bit frail. What the fuck? Uh, so I guess I missed more of the same while I was out. Uh, uh, I guess you left, so that's good. Hey, uh, DM, I was recently reading Druidcraft, and it says that I can, ca I believe, summon an orb of some kind to check weather effects for the next 24 hours. Can I do that right now? You sure may. Her cool. magical thermostat. Sorry, I was out. Uh, I think I heard, Callisto, you said Martha's gone. Is that something that's happening? Uh, apparently, yeah. Hopefully she'll be back soon, but who knows how long her business in Mortarborn will take. Okay, um... Does that change our plan? No. I, I don't think it should, to be honest. Are we using a travel crystal today? We already used a travel crystal for three days. Oh, that's right, that's right. They last three days. My bad. Um, no, we have justice to, to dole out, according to you, Soot, so we should be on our way and get that settled. But, uh, before that, we made some food. Thank you. Um, which actually does kind of bring up a question with... Martha being the one to cook and to feed us. Uh, we have a way to do that without her. 
There's five of us. I'm sure we can manage to cook a meal between the five of us. I I can grow food, but with love and respect, I can't make food. I always burn it. It's weird. I, I can create enough food for all of us to eat all day. It just won't taste very good. That's fine by me. I was about to say, I quite literally never learned to cook. Uh, so I am beyond useless. My mother banned me from the kitchen. Can I, uh, can I, can Sarah, um, make a, maybe just a straight, I guess, intelligence check to see how well he can remember the recipe and also remember the teachings that he learned from Martha along the way to see how, how, not how edible the food is, but just how good it tastes. Are you, are you trying to cook something today? Yeah, yeah, we, we were cooking the, um, what I imagine to be some very overinflated crepes. <laughs> uh, sure. We'll go ahead and do that. Okay, I'll just give a straight intelligence. I was so this probably a choice. <laughs> <laughs> probably not going to be great, but uh, oh. this is very malformed and probably too much honey, it's just, overly sweet, sticky is scrambled flour. <laughs> it's it's even worse than that. Uh, the moment you stick them on the the iron griddle, because back then they used cast iron, which heated up really quickly, and if you weren't prepared, the cast iron would really mess up a meal. It would burn the underside of it while leaving the top gooey. Soot will eat that at least if it is served. <laughs> Can this. I a perception check for another one? Another perception check? Yes, please. This is why my mother banned me from the kitchen. Oh, another seven. That's my second seven. Dang. Oh. All, right. All right, not the lowest. Let's, uh, let's... <laughs> then this is why we're switching to Foundry, guys. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, first one was Caster with a 12. Soot with a 7, Finn with a 21, Zer with a natural 20, 26 altogether, and Callisto with a 4 with a natural 1 after the 4 bonuses. So Callisto doesn't even notice anything, but behind you guys will be uh, a singular person walking around. Um, they don't look like much. Standard tan shirt, easy stitching. Um, brown pants, black boots, um, hair is like a solid dirty blonde with a five o'clock shadow that sits on his, his very chiseled jaw. Um, he has a very angular uh, forehead into his eyebrows, which give him a very sensible but uh, presentable look. Um, I'll go ahead and post that in game for you to get, get a look at what he looks like. Very angular man. Yes. He has a long sword at his side, and other than that, a small knapsack that is tied up to a string which he's kind of lugging over one shoulder. And he's not really paying attention. He's kind of just like kicking the stone down the dirt, jogging a little bit, kicking it. Like it's just keeping his attention while he's traveling. 
Good morning, sir. Oh, hello. How are you? We're here. The weather change is odd. Yeah, I thought it uh, might have been a bit of the uh, spirit I had this morning, but I uh, only took a sip, you know, pouring coffee and all. Figured it'd help me wake up. Um, uh, where are you headed to? I'm off to Blarg. Got a boat, I'm looking at purchasing. Um, since my farm didn't do too well. We happen to be on our way to Blarg as well, looking oh. for a boat. Oh, that's great. Um, uh, I don't know if it'll be big enough, but depending uh, right about where you go on, I might be able to offer you a, a decent uh, price for travel. Well, perhaps you could discuss it with us over breakfast. I think two of our compatriots are inside making something. Great. Uh, sure. Do you just normally offer people free food? I've been reading a book. And it says... Very interesting book. It says I should be kind and trust strangers. He's going to look at you like... All of them. As is Callisto from the other side of the cart, just like, what? Maybe we need to take that book away from you. Um, um, right, well, uh, just for my safety, what's your name? You wouldn't be uh, a well-known uh, thiever now, would you? Mm, no, I'm Castor, Castor Sedaris. So, I'm sorry, what? Caster, Caster Sedaris. The fucking angel! What? Are you the boy that they've been talking about that was flowing through the town there? People are talking about me? That was a few, yeah. Oh, that's not good. Also, is my accent very heavy today? I've been working on it to kind of get to a more... Normal tone. But, uh, is this a character asking, or is this you asking, yes, Corey? Oh, um, no, you sound fine. Okay. You can understand me, though, right? Yes. Go Sweet pig! Alright. Uh, so, uh, I do have a bit of ingredient for you. I know he's going to pull off um, this rather large cauliflower. And it's um, a very particular one. It's got a really large head to it with speckles of green in it. Um, would I recognize it? Would I recognize it? Uh, you could roll a, a history, survival, um, or intelligence trait. Do you? Uh, yeah. It's a 10. Um, that is was what is known as a dire cauliflower. They grow very large, and when cooked, they have a thicker consistency. They're quite often used as a substitute for meat. Uh, thank you. I'll go see if the cooks can prepare it. Our normal cook has uh, decided to go their own separate way. I'm a cook. Or I used to be. Okay. 
Oh, I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a lot of things, really. And what was your name? Uh, most people call me A. Full name Antonio. I don't really like the nickname. So, I'm even looking to change the name, truly, because Antonio, uh, you know. Maybe Long John? What would you prefer to be called? No, I don't know. Nothing's really truly striking my fancy lately. You look like an Adam to me. An Adam? Hey. Maybe. Uh, could be. I don't know what's I'll sit on it. I can oh, no. knock on the door and see if they could use a hand cooking. No. Like, it'll be like a walk and a talk, and so eventually you can Yeah. Just... Yep, knock, knock. Zer uh, will um, get Finn to, to come in close. And he'll awkwardly open the door, and not awkwardly open the door, but open the door, and then awkwardly shuffle them both out. Unless Finn wants to stay inside. Uh, no, he'll he'll take the shove out, and then uh, he'll close the door with the purpose of concealing the guild hall inside, and um, he'll say. I, I, uh, I saw our traveler friend through the window, um, and he'll have a, a little basket with all these crepes placed on them, with a napkin for everybody. Um, there's extra crepes, uh, if you can call them that, if you want any. Uh, perhaps, uh, Ant might be a good nickname. Ant? Do you do you present the crepes? Um, yeah, I'll descend the the stairs of the cart and all, and start oh. handing them out to our our party first, and then offer the the one left in the basket for our friend Antonio. He's going to be eaten to poison. I have to cook. That's an affront to nature. There. I mean, they're not that bad. You'll see Caster take a bite and just like do his best to keep it down. He'll be like, I speak brash, but he comes from a family who uh, is very intent on cooking, so I mean no harm, but I do wish to him. Question Do we have a campfire? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Calissa's going to take her crepe straight over the campfire, hold it over the campfire until the other side is burnt, and then just eat it. So it'll just take one and just kind of start eating it, the goo and burnt part and all. Caster's going to wash it down with a nice, fresh glass of cow milk. Unpasteurized, huh? Yeah. Go ahead and give me a constitution roll, please. How the fuck do you pasteurize milk and beneath Boil the Boil it? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, okay. ways. Okay. That's not good. That's a five. You know what? It's, uh, it's not as elegant as we have today, uh, but they did have ways of processing. This might be a time to burn an inspiration. 
Nah, man. Just join the club. Alright, so that is a five constitution. Yeah, I'll take the five. We'll get back to that. You know, maybe Silver. That might be a good name. Silver. I was thinking about something a bit more dashing. Long John. Paprika. Paprika. Uh, seems more of like a feminine name. How about salt? Spice. Soot and salt. Hey, you can pick whatever name. Wait, is that, where am I? What am I? Hold on, hold on. There we go. Found it. Found it. Ah, you're doing it to me. Um, no, just just pick whatever. Um, feels right. That's that's what I did. Um. Dash. There you go. There we go. I like it. Yeah. He'll pull out some um, freshly made uh, pancakes from earlier this morning in a uh, plastic wrap. Um, on top will be uh, a couple of berries and like a like a berry jam, uh, a little bit of, of freshly turned butter from a little bit of milk store he might have left. Um, sprinkled on top of that is a shredded cane sugar, which has been finely shredded. I'm going to eat my burnt crepe proudly. Can I do an insight check on him at this point? Sure. Okay. I just—I <clears throat> want to get the vibe fully right. And here's the caster's terrible. choosing to trust people. There we go. A sixteen. Um, he looks like he's fresh off the farm. Okay. Um, the sword looks like another hand-me-down, which in these times you've seen quite often. Yeah. Uh, I am full on the pancake whatever front, but if I could have some of the fruit, I'll take some. Oh, sure. There's a whole jar here. And some of the uh, concord. And I'll lend you over uh, both a jar of gel and some fresh berries. Oh. Eat some, and then just set it down wherever. Um, still not really gonna not look at him. Like just gonna sit there and just kind of maintain flat eye contact or flat gaze. The flavor's pretty good. Um, I mean, it's not spectacular, but it's not horrible. Uh, maybe James not his perfect profession. So, if you don't mind me asking, Dash, uh, why a boat? Why, why Blarg, I guess? It's a family farm, kind of went under a little while ago. So, when we sold the house and which last of the animals to a person who could take over the farm and take care of it, the uh, last thing we could do is purchase a ship in hopes of uh, maybe learning a trade at fishing. Where are you from? Um, mostly south of Woodcast Forest there, a little bit south of Tansom, just before the mountains. It's a yeah. small place, it's not even on the map. Mm. Oh, y'all could try those suck at Cherryton. 
we always need more farmers there for the jib fruit. Uh, we did, um, but unfortunately we took the idea of that travel a bit too costly. And, uh, well, the folks are waiting back home at a friend's home until I get back with uh, the boat to begin. It's, it's a rough time. I understand. I hate to hear that, but perhaps, like you said, maybe we could charter, charter you and get you on your way to earning some money back. Maybe. Be okay. Well, um, what are you guys doing out here? Is there going to give an odd look to um, Caster after Caster just said that? And then he's going to take a bite of his um, very gooey, burnt. Um, crepe if we can call it that and uh, he's just going to say um, while watching Dash watch him eat the crepe instead of his offered deliciousness um, I'm watching my figure honey never spoils and the charcoal is good for the blood fine I mean that's up to you. I'm not like pressing or you to, so I'm not like twisting your arm. Just offering. Right? Just like I offered the grape. He's not burnt. See, see, that's why I said your name should be Salt, but now I'm thinking it might be Zers. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's not fair. But to answer your question. So, let me at least state this. So, everybody has the thing that they hold high standards for. You have high standards, I'm sure, for your lovely clothing there, which, by the way, spot on and gorgeous. I love the trim. It's gorgeous. The others over here, I'm sure, and he looks over to Callisto. You seem to like lovely grass from your hair. are an earthy person, since you like nature. Um, which means you would have a high standard for those who might destroy nature, right? You wouldn't like to see that. I don't like to see burnt food. I would talk about it, but I'm not going to outright condemn you for it, but I will be honest about it. That's um, very perceptive. I mean, to be when fair, what? I am wearing flowers on my horns. It's kind of obvious. They are gorgeous, actually. Yes. The flowers. Uh, I'm not like, uh, you know, I'm just being kind, not You're gorgeous. fine. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much for the compliment. I'm going to go back to eating my crepe now. Goodbye. Caster's looking around at the group because he thinks you're all acting like weird assholes. Like... Um, He's eventually going to start packing his things up. Soot's staring, Zerus being unusually short, Callisto's being weird, Finn's being more quiet than normal. What's going on here, guys? Casters ain't giving that look around. Not weird. It's, 
it's okay. I uh, I understand. I offended too early to give bad first impression. Well, we're no strangers to offending people first, so we shouldn't we shouldn't hold it against you. I certainly don't. No, no, no. It, he's right. We we've been a little strange. We've been. It's, it's no. It's it's. Fine. I was rude, and I should have been. I apologize, and I hope to see you along the roads. Uh, may peace be brought to you. No, can it be a bow? No, no, no. Cash is going to look at you guys with stern consternation. I'd like to check the campsite and the cart to make sure nothing was tampered with. Sure. Thank you, Soot. What am I... Do I need to roll anything for that? Investigation. Another 16. I'm rolling doubles. That's just how it's working tonight, I guess. Um, without a without a shadow of a doubt, you can find that camp clear. I don't. I don't know. He was giving off weird vibes. Uh, vibes were fine. Uh, the problem was just timing. Not really in a trusting stranger's mood right now. Uh, not to be a disappointment to your caster, but can't really trust strangers when we're actively under threat of assassination. Well, isn't he just going to fight Zareth when he finds him one-on-one -on -one anyway? Isn't that what you said? Vince? I, I wasn't trying to stir up a shitstorm, <laughs> but uh, I, I simply offered a kindness. It was refused. I felt it in my right to refuse a kindness in return, especially when I take pride in what I've just cooked. I thought your crepes were delicious. Better than anything served in Wolf, darling. Yes, <laughs> I often eat charcoal. I appreciate the effort you put into them, Zareth. I, I do very much, but I had trouble with that. We, we worked hard confused. on those. It was a confusing assortment of flavors and textures. We are all agree with that. that. But I appreciate it. I probably better than I could have done. I know you all appreciate it, and I thank you, everyone who stomached it. Um, but part of the reason I was acting so weird was, don't we have a ship in Blark waiting for us? Not necessarily waiting. It's if Wesley is there when we get there, then he'll take us. But he might have already gotten there, he might have left, he might not be there yet, and he might not get there for a long time. We don't know, we stopped traveling with him. Oh yeah, Wesley. Whatever happened I, to him? I also thought of that. Uh... I figured that this was an easy solution to our problems, and it would have been a good way to help this man who had just lost his farm get back on his feet again. I... I don't know. I like... Sure. His story was weird. What was weird about a story about a farm going under, especially with the weather the way it's been? Well, we don't need to Weather's argue about this. Only been this way for a few days. Y yes, but the first frost kills crops, and it snowed in the summer. So, so you go by a boat? Okay. Well, yes, Callisto, let's take that advice, Callisto. Thank you. I, I was just going to say maybe we stop talking and keep walking, since we are trying to get somewhere, and if we don't get there, 
then there's no point in chartering a boat or having a boat. So maybe we just start walking. Wouldn't we just take the cart? Uh, or the two, cart? Two things. Uh, I need to have Pete do this before we go. We can walk and talk at the same time. Um, Callisto, may I speak with you? Sure, depending on the topic. Uh, personal topic? Define personal. Personal to you? Yeah, yeah, sure, come on. Wonderful. Uh, and Soot will walk, like, probably only like 20 feet away from the cart, just kind of like off the road. Are you... I'm just going to do the same with Caster but without the personal component. Go ahead. Callisto, uh, are you okay? I'm bad at reading people, but even I can sense that shift in mood. Are you, are you good? I understand Martha leaving is not good, but are you okay? Um, well, to put it very simply, no. Uh, but I'm not going to be. I think, and I'm learning to be in contact with my emotions and let myself process things. So, okay. forgive me, but no, I am not okay. And, and that's that's fine. Is the issue with someone currently here? What? No. No, of course okay. not. Then we need to work together. I know this is your first time doing this, but we, we need to calm down a little bit and and then we can the slime will start to oh I was just like what is happening um, <laughs> you, you told the woman to calm down everybody yeah, ducked no, I, I was waiting for it I was just like so it's the exact kind of person to like we all the group is fragile right now more so after Martha has left and we all need to be together, and we all need to be cooperative. I, it, it is fine to be in touch with your emotions, but let's try to properly direct them. So, darling, I, if you wanted me to chill, you could just say that in front of the group. It's I thought fine. it would be embarrassing and rude, and I didn't want to embarrass you or be rude uh, in front of others. You know what? That's fair. I appreciate your thought. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, the, the, yeah. Sorry, I was expecting you to ask me about a completely different series of events. Um, yeah. Shall we go back to the group? Sure. Cool. So, okay. Thank you. Still will um, follow. So, Zara's going to take um, Caster by the shoulder and, and just a little way, and he's not even going to be talking that quietly. Just enough not to disturb what's going on with Callisto and Soot. Um, but he, he's going to say, Castro, the, the, there's no lecture coming from me this time. Uh, I just wanted to say I really appreciated your, your, your offer that you made the stranger. I thought it was rather noble. And although the discussion got a little heated between everyone I wanted to make sure that your efforts were recognized and um, you see I'm kind of going with this new thing that actions speak louder than words 
and I think that you really embodied it there and I, I guess I'm just trying to give you a compliment in saying that you were heard. Castor will nod and he'll, he'll look to you and he'll say, I've been saying that I wanted to help people since I left and I haven't gotten much of a chance to do that. And I thought that was a good chance to do something nice. Something nice that wouldn't trouble us any, none out of our way, nothing dangerous, just helping us and helping someone else at the same time. And I apologize for my snappiness, my, my curtness. It's just with an assassin on my ass and... You know, I, I offered him my crepes, and he turned them down, and then he didn't even ask my name, which I wouldn't have given, but it, it was just an off morning for everybody, and I I, I respect what you, how you how you behaved and how you handled it. I don't think he was trying to slight you by offering his crepes. I think he was genuinely trying to be kind, but it seemed like, like you said, he just came from a farm. He comes from a farmer's life. They don't have the utmost care and etiquette and manners on farms. It's not the forefront of of what's in their minds. What's in their minds is doing a hard day's labor and taking care of themselves, taking care of their family. And he thought maybe we could use some food. I told him that our cook had left. Any giant dire cauliflower that he had. Oh. Not to um, devalue your points there, which are all very good, but do we happen to have that cauliflower? Uh, Corey, did he give it? Oh, no, he had it with him and he was going to come cook it then. Oh, that's a shame. But you do raise good points, and in any other situation I would take them fully to heart. But like I said, with an assassin on my butt, um, I'm a little on nerve and I, I tried to be kind, wasn't received well. I kind of took it in personally, so I will admit that. And, um, I don't hold job. any, not upset or anything. I just wish things would have gone different. I just, like I said, I want to help people. Thank you, Castor. Castor will nod. <sighs> So, what is everybody else up to? Just out of fact, if Cast—I mean, if Finn had heard the Caster remark about farm people, Finn would be offended. Yeah, your etiquette isn't always the best. Eh. Still, but now Finn is actually really doing the John John Travolta thing, where he's like looking at both y'all. The two groups walk away, and he's just in the middle, just like confused. <laughs> yeah. To answer your questions there, I don't think we're doing anything but walking, and I guess at a slow enough pace that we don't catch up to him and have the awkward on-the-road reunion. If you don't mind me suggesting, perhaps we should go to where we saw the explosions the other day. It was on the way. Yes, it is a bit odd that a simple farmer would face such ex 
such explosions. It's also odd that we didn't pass him on the road. Perhaps he came from a side road, but either way, he would have seen the explosions and probably decided not to go there, but instead he did. Anyway, I suggest we get on the cart as per Callisto's advice, and if we meet him, we meet him. If we don't, then thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to check out those, those where the explosions were too, anyways. Alright, let's go. I think that's what we'll do then. Corey, you're muted. Who would like to try to navigate that? Because that will fit off the beat. Uh, I'll do it. I was going to say, I could do it, but you got it too. I have a decent survival score. I have a similarly decent survival score. It's not anything special, but let's go. That is my second natural one of the day. Ooh. We're gonna end up in a ditch. Can I grant her my inspiration? Yeah. Take my inspiration, please. Oh, a lot better. That's yeah. a good use of an inspiration. So that's a 21. Um, as you come up the path a bit, you'll see this this um, separate path, which has not been used quite often, but you do see still a bit of smoke um, from whatever it was that had happened earlier. As you guys get through a bit of the wooded area, you will come out to an open area. And in this area will be two uh, large craters uh, on either side, as if something has happened here because there is two perfectly untucked circles in these craters as if as if two great forces were firing at each other but not demolishing their actual targets but everything around them uh save for one side that seems to be smoldering I would like to check the smoldering side, see what if there's anything like still there or um there will help. An investigation and if they will get help then uh, let's do that with advantage. I'll guide you too. You're guided. So with the guidance there. 2021. You find the remains of what looks to be a skeletal figure with an orb. A long black dusty. Of of what? It looks very familiar. To who? To us or to him? The rest of the party. Maybe not up close, you might not recognize it, but there is an air of familiarity with that club. What color is it? Black. Can I pick up the orb? No. Caster will stop you. Absolutely not. I was told in the note not to let you pick up things that looks familiar to me. I'm going to go ahead... Pop a detect magic. 
it is an orb of some sort of magical school of uh, either curse or enchantment. It's either cursed or enchanted, so do not touch it. You've seen that orb before. I've seen this orb before. Is that the fucking lich? This is the lich's orb, isn't it? It's a bewitching orb. Don't even look at it. It'll beguile you into into taking it. Wait, wait. At a game. At a game. Didn't we? Didn't y'all have the orb? No. Y'all, y'all had a orb that that froze him. No, that we had the other. We had the bewitching orb. The petrification orb is different. We had a bewitching orb from somewhere else. Oh, okay. A long time ago, I think it was from the the fight where Soot died. I think it was in one of the statues. Um. That. Uh. I'm going to. Is he in the crater, you said? You're muted, Corey. So it's strange, right? So it looks like there would normally be a crater, but there is a small pillar of earth in which it seems to be standing on. Is it like everything else around him was obliterated until like his armor just shattered? Is it like that picture that I sent, Corey? Uh in, in the fun chat, I think it's right. Yeah, pretty much like that. Okay, okay. That's what I was making sure I was thinking. Right. Okay. It's more like a, not really a circular radius, like a blast radius, like he was taking it from a direction and destroyed everything behind him as well. Okay. Um, so, like it was, so there's there's two craters and only one is like that one. The other one is just just damage, no shield thing. Yep, just, like it was. just damage. Okay. So Finn and them look over at that one and so look at the, the other one that they're not looking at. Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation. So it, it is the Lich that they well, met. I was gonna, well, we don't, oh, know that's the wrong one. we don't know if it's him for sure yet, but we know well, it's got the same thing. Guy, so what's your mods for him? Uh, for investigation, it's a plus three. So 17, 18, 19, 20. Um, you will find the remnants of this black ooze that, when you touch it, goes cold. Um, Moves. That familiar to me, because I believe that's familiar to me as a player, but is that familiar to Soot? I would say so. Uh, you would have seen probably your dad have a sample of it in a beaker back home. Yep. Um, yep. Looking closer at the dead, well, the the body, I'm going to pop an eyes of the grave mm-hmm. to make sure I don't sense any undead within 60 feet around me or anything alive. The lich is dead. My eyes, how do they look when I pop my eyes of the grave? Uh, they'll glow. Normal glow or red glow? It's a white glow, an undetermined glow. It's neutral. It's, if you like look at Finn, he'll kind of give you like, hey, at your eyes. And that's pretty much it. Um, Zareth, yes. do, we, do we still have the box? or No, we sold that to help Callisto. We need to get to that orb without 
we gotta do the old trick that we did before, where we wrap like a cloth around it. Uh, uh, Finn's gonna take off. Find it. Uh, Finn's gonna take off his blue jacket, and then use it and wrap it like wrap the orb around it. Uh, Dust, did you tell? Did Finn tell us about the money he found the night before? Yeah, it's in the party front. You found a little, a little, um, a little box, right? Yeah, but I, I don't think we like. I took it. I don't think any of you us wouldn't have did. taken the little chest. I would. It was, I believe, I thought it was a leather pouch, full of fifty gold. It might have been that because I don't remember the box. Well, a pouch would be just as good too. You could just put it in the pouch. Um, pick it up like a uh, like a dog. Do. Yeah, like a dog turd. Um, uh, I'll. I'll go get this. In the cloth, uh, because you will be moving a lot of stuff, uh, out will roll a scroll. I will inspect the scroll, see if I can't tell what's on it. Okay. Or can I do religion, or is it? This would be strict arcana. It was written by a wizard. Seven. Not sure. I will roll it up, and then when I get back, I will pass it to uh, Finn, because I feel like he would know the most about this kind of stuff. Um, um, all right. Yeah. Uh, well, Finn's, he, a, Finn's a lore bard. Or no, he's not a lore bard. He's a... I have like super arcane proficiency. Like that's yeah, so uh, But uh, first, uh, do you still have to detect magic up? I do have detect magic up. It's it's the cloak that he's wearing, glowing up or anything. Corey, is the cloak that the lich is wearing glowing? It is with enchantment. All right, I will. I'll grab well, it before nope, he does. Nope, you will not, because I'm going to touch it first, and I'm going to cast Identify on it. Damn. Okay. I'll pull out my um, my opal that Zareth gave me, and I will identify this this cloak. What kind of cloak enchants people? The cloak itself could be enchanted. It could just be a simple protection cloak. So you the cloak itself is enchanted for two things. One, it's a anti-magic lowjack. Two, it's a dark cloak of billowing. So it secedes shadows when it billows. It so is repair. It is in need of repair. It uh, so it. It uh, uh, prevents scrying, is what it sounds like you're saying? Yes. So anybody who wears it cannot be found through magic. Okay. Oh, um, I guess that makes sense. Uh, would anybody be in need of a cloak that billows you in shadows and keeps you from being scried upon? I want it. Damn it. I think we could all use it, technically. Zare, uh, if the assassin has any magical needs list all for your various reasons uh, me for my father and just all of us for the enemies that we face 
So I, truly, whoever wants it. I don't need it. I just want to wear it once, just to know what it feels like, and then I will give it to whoever the fuck wants it. Uh, Castro will hand the cloak to to Callisto. Uh, hand the scroll to uh, to Soot because. Uh, something he can look at, and then he will hand the leather pouch with the orb in it to Dust. To Finn, sorry. Anything else glowing about him? Any, like, his, you said he had a staff? Anything like that? Uh, staff was shattered. Uh, it was his focus, and it seems when he took the blast, it did as well. Um, can... Let me look at something really quick. Wait, Corey, who was making noise? The... Yeah. It's kind I thought of it was this line. up to Soot's shoulder and is now kind of like doing motions and talking. Yeah. Soot does. Like, he's part of the conversation. So, when a lich reforms itself, it becomes undead, right? Yeah. Who are you asking? Anybody, because... Um, uh, I am not an expert, but uh, I, yes, a lich is, I believe, a good undead qualification uh, as uh, you remove your soul from your body and then your soul, uh, you will use your body as a, essentially a channel for the weave, uh, which allows you to become a proper conduit for magic without the resistance of a soul. Well, I'm going to try something. I, I don't like this in context. I'm going to try something because if it is a... I've heard that liches can, you know, continuously come back. Um, but if it's an undead, this could possibly help. And Caster will cast Gentle Repose on the Corpse. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, no. The of the rest of the dead stays a smell That has no effect. Well, it just says um, it can't become on the, the the target cannot become undead for ten days. Is the the reason the reason behind Caster's thinking? Even um, if it if it's going to come back, he's hoping that maybe it buys them ten days of not having that thing around. It makes you feel safe. I, yeah, Caster, I, uh, I I appreciate the effort. I don't think that there's much to fear on the front of. His return. Um, uh, is there? Do you have a container of some sort of flask or a, a jar or really anything? I I have some vials. Um, they're a bit small. Um, I also. Um, yes, just some vials. Um, the rest of my glass working went into flowers, and I don't you can hold anything in a flower. But there's also this, and um, he'll have thumbed through the volume two of his um, Schools of Magic textbooks and to the chapter on enchantment magic. Uh, the Lich seems to be have some kind of enchanter. Um, if the scroll is also enchantment, then uh, this might help you. And uh, what did you need uh, put in the vial? And he'll, oh. he'll kind of trade the book for the... 
Uh, that is a good question that you bring up, though, Corey. What what school of magic would the spell have radiated from my detect magic? Um, from your detect magic, it would have been enchantment and wait on on which item? On the scroll. Um, just the enchantment. No, no, I don't know. It's a. All right, I'm, I'm going to cut this out later. It's just uh, an, an identify scroll. Ah. I don't. Uh, so that would be divination. Divination. Yep. No, my book doesn't really help at all, but because I had it thumbed to the wrong index. But <laughs> I can I can roll an Arcana check to make that hopefully official as long as I don't. Watch. I could also identify the identify scroll. <laughs> yeah, another. Uh, God, I keep a lot of sixteens. So yeah, sixteen actually while you do that so can I also get you to roll me a 1d100 for the next progression sure of your creature oh oh a 2 can I get a 1d6 Sid, are you, or Finn are you happy that you have the orb He's he's been looking at it like he opened the bag and One. been looking at it the entire time we've been talking don't touch it Finn and I'm gonna take it back. I need you to do me a one d seventy eight. Seventy eight. Yes, please. That's an interestingly specific number. A seven. Wow, I cannot roll any of these dice. Hey, listen, those would be great for divine interventions. Yeah, for real. I should have just been a cleric. <clears throat> so let's see. Before that, we rolled an arcana, and you said you were rolling that to to look at the scroll to make sure. Of, of what it is, basically. I find that it is an identified scroll with two charges. Okay. Alright, uh, uh, he was asking, uh, Sarah, because, um, I found some remnants over in the other damaged area. Um, it looks like something related to what my father was doing, which was all related to Zolom, so I can only assume that this is something related to that, and that's why I have no fear of a friend coming back. Soot, you should feed your slime. He's been fed. Zara's gonna spot the, the ooze, and then he's gonna look back to Soot and say no more. Um, but if you do happen to look at the, the focus, that the lich was using? I did. Uh, it was shattered. There's nothing magical about it. It was shattered? Was it made of glass, then? Uh, Cory? Was the staff made of glass, wood, crystal? Crystal. It was made of crystal. Hmm. No magical properties to it, though. There probably wouldn't be any often. Well, I don't think we have the time to clean up the entire... Um, blast radius. Um, so I think I'm just going to take that's, and he's going to reach down among the blast radius and look for any shards of, of crystal that seem to match the, the the broken focus at the end of the staff, and he's just going to pocket it. He's, uh, Zer just wants to take a piece of the focus with him, so it's separate from the other parts. Uh, He's just doing that for a uh, piece of it or a small piece? Because there's like a 
a half, almost like a quarter chunk. And then not that. a quarter chunk. Like if 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 it was this big, if it was like the size of a football, um, then he wants to take like a size of a golf ball. I need you to roll for me because I'm sure yeah. you would partially assess it before you would even grab it. Because okay. I'm sure you would also know to look for like things that are just garbage. Yeah. Uh, investigation, I'm guessing. Uh, whatever. Yeah, with proficiency, because you have like expertise in glass bones. Oh, okay. Um, I'll use an intelligence uh, glass blowing tools because cool. intelligence does not happen to be one of my strong suits. But this is kind of an, an investigationy kind of thing. But I'll add my my proficiency with glass blowing tools. Okay. So that would be um, a plus five. For a 19. This is a very malleable and interesting type of, of crystal. It can be melted like metal uh, and has the general structure of crystal, uh, but it behaves like metal. Wow. That's actually fascinating. Is it? Uh, sorry, I got my accent back. Uh, is there. Uh, would there be any. Um, Would there be any... How do I ask this? I guess there's no way to really ask this other than um, I find this interesting and I try to pick up as many pieces as possible. Um, Could I... Without, without keeping them, like, without putting them together. Like, so he has this, um, this uh, irrational fear and he doesn't hide this from anybody that it will reform if he puts it together and he doesn't want that to happen Can I do so he's going to put them in different bags in different pockets can I do a check Corey to see if this would be a bad idea because it would help uh, uh, the lich scry on us for having his personal belongings sure uh, go ahead and roll an arcana form or a religion Sixteen for religion. Uh, that is a broken phylactery. Ooh, Caster. Place back together. Caster's going to look at it and be like, uh, "We should scatter that everywhere, Zareth." I, I don't think you understood. Of... Um, there is no chance of him coming back. His soul has been played. Yes, he still wants to scatter it everywhere. He doesn't want any any funny business no nothing um with all due respect to caster that's kind of what i was already intending although i'm not sure the purpose behind your explanation um it's I, his I broken phylactery it's what holds his soul and allows him to come back um right um I yes, paid attention I had no intention. <laughs> I, I had no intention of putting it together. I, I kind of figured that might have been the case. In which case, whoever destroyed him had a very specific purpose. Wait. I don't know. You're, you're telling me he's completely and utterly dead? Dead, dead. Hey. Dead as a doornail. I suppose in this case, the enemy of our enemy was our friend, but... No longer. Oh, so do you know something we don't? Uh, no, not necessarily. Not, nothing that you don't already, outside of the fact that 
Uh, I suppose he had a bit of comeuppance for all of the awful things that he's done. I respect that, Clistral, but to be fair, I don't know a great many things. <laughs> uh, are, are, are you sure there's nothing else that you aren't telling us? Nothing else I can think of other than the fact that he threatened to destroy my people and also took away three years of my memory and left me unable to talk or walk in either of the languages that we all speak. I, so, I, yeah, I, no, I, no. So I'm, 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 not, I'm not trying to aggravate your situation. I'm, I'm, I understand perfectly how you're happy that this beast is, is gone. I just assumed that maybe you had an idea of who sure. might have done this. So, since yeah. you seem to be on Hold the on. side of Corey, what was that? Of what you're, you're... saying? Um, oh, am I muted? No, no, you're just really quiet. quiet. Oh. Okay, how's this? Uh, dead center. Uh, during your conversation, there is going to be a moment where things are going to seem um not so good. Uh, the jelly on Shut's shoulder will start to shake and quiver and vibrate as if it is under a subwoofer. Uh, will start to make very uneasy and unhappy sounds. Can I go up and inspect it and see if I can't figure out what's wrong with it? You could attempt to. Um, soot? How would Soot be reacting to this? Uh, so normally it's kind of on like Soot's like shoulders, like or like back kind of shoulders. Once it started doing this, Soot would kind of like scoop it off and kind of like lay it on the ground because that is the only thing that like you think it's like well probably shouldn't be on me if it's going to be doing something not good um and then we'll just uh, it will of... touch the ground and bounce back into your hand like flubber uh so we'll just kind of hold it in their hand like medicine nature uh, go ahead and give me an Arcana or Medicine with a disadvantage. Oh, I thought it would be like Animal Handling. Okay. I'll, take, I'll take the Medicine with disadvantage at 22. So, you're not too well up on Squishies, uh, but you do know that they have a metamorphosis. Um, typically, it can be frightening because it might seem like they are in pain. However, it is the jelly solidifying into a living form and as soon as you come to that conclusion as you open your mouth to speak it explodes okay i was about to ask if there was anything i could do to help it with its transformation any magic um you, you would know that unfortunately you wouldn't um it is literally just a process which is not something you can ease it can't take medicine it can't really eat like normal things so you can't give it like Hills or roots or, or any kind of um, nerve uh, relaxants because it has no nerves yet. Um, it's pretty much just got to ride it out. It's normal, so it. Uh, you say is the ooze kind of. Yeah, it's going down both of our faces probably because we both got uh, so Nickelodeon guys, slimed. Your face is kind of covered in this, this green ooze and you feel still a weight in your hand though. Uh, so it'll kind of take off their cravat and just kind of wipe their face with the cravat. Um, 
and then just throw it in like a bag with a little pouch on the side see if uh, Squishy is okay. Squishy has taken a new form um, with some very new blue preening feathers and small, rather interesting beak. Uh, the head is very small, but for a chick, uh, a very, very newborn chick, this is rather large. Probably about the size of a softball. Oh, alright. So it'll just kind of hold it with like, switch it to holding it with two hands, um, kind of, you know, like you would hold, like, an orb at, like, chest level, and we'll just, is it, does it still look gelatinous, or does it look like a bird? Looks like a bird. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, no more gelatinous properties. Caster's gonna walk up to Callisto and Finn, and covered in goo, and he's gonna be like, anything you guys can do to help me get the goo off? Callisto is actually going to walk right past him and towards the bird. Um, has she ever seen a bird of this kind before? Great, you're a nature check. Nature I know. Check? I, you're I will good. look every time if I'm muted, don't worry. Yeah, fine. It's an 11. Uh, go ahead and we'll give you advantage because you're, you're just knowledgeable about most of these creatures, especially... Uh, because this is a creature from the jungle. Um, well, it, it flies over the canopy. Um, and it's nothing to scoff at. This thing at full-grown capacity could probably... Uh, you know, let me just give you a... Is it a rock? It probably has about the wingspan of a small human plane. Um, it can probably get about 12 feet in height, Uh Eventually, it could probably fly at least two to three humanoids. Hey, you finally, you're finally going to oh. get your hawk. Uh, this is an incredibly rare species. Would I know its name? With an eleven. Your people call it the Bakfa, but it has not been found by the general population. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go up to to go. It's a Bakfa. Oh, oh my. God, hi! You are adorable! Just like cooing at the bird. <laughs> Caster's looking dejectedly at Finn. Finn is looking. Finn has not paid attention to you. He's been looking at the orb, kind of swishing around in the bags. Seeing if he's noticed uh, notice anything different. I asked if he would help me get the goo off, please. Huh? Oh, uh. I can't. I don't think I could do it on other people, but cast minor illusion on you to make it look like the glue, the the goo is off of you. You son of a bitch! Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't have prestidigitation or anything like that. All right. I guess I'm just gooed. You're uh, very gooed. Anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> It's so cute. Hello, Stool. It's so uh, cute. Yeah. Martha Hi. helped me before with uh, the when it was oozy. Now that it is more bird-like, what do these things eat? What do we need to provide for it? Um, would I have any idea, Corey? They drink and eat mixed, buried, or chopped bloodworms. Um. Well, first of all, 
it's a jungle bird. It's native to my general neck of the woods. You wouldn't happen to have any uh, spare bloodworms around, would you? Would I? No, why would I have worms? Because that's what they eat. Oh, well, I guess we can dig for some. Are the worms anywhere? Do I have to? I mean, we're going to a fishing village, and then from a fishing village to a fishing village. So, presumably, they'd have presumably they'd have worms there. So, hopefully, that'll do. That makes sense, and the jungle's probably full of them. What's up, Cory? Cory, you're talking. As you hold the bird, um, its body will kind of emanate this weird. Kind of like a, you ever blow out a candle and you don't really see smoke, but you see like the heat from the flame kind of wibble up. It's like that at first, and then it goes out into a mist underneath your hand, kind of like an ice machine. Okay, do they do this? They are well known for making giant fog storms in the, in the uh, jungle. They are known as the creatures of the fog. They fly through it. It is their natural habitat. Um, they use it also to get away from their uh, prey. Callista's just going to look at it with the, this continued look of joy and just say, We have a fog machine. Okay, so we'll have to work on training that. To do that more on command than not. But as of right now, I think it's fine. Uh, hmm, now that now that it is something, I should probably probably name it. I'll have to think on that for a while. Uh, yeah. You know, I've been quite a, a nut a uh, little bit about this, but uh, how do you know this thing? Where? Well, I mean, what's oh. up with those, the the I won it in a in a dice game card card game. That's what it was. Yeah. Sorry, I was a little bit drunk at the time. Um, yeah, that and and the the skeleton. What y'all seem to have some uh, ties with it. Uh, the skeleton was a lich that we well someone uh, released when we were on our way to. Uh, Tansom, and uh, it gave us some information, I believe, for a price of my shield, which, by the way, was my, is my shield around? Is, did anyone see my shield? I'd love to have that back. Um, and then also some memories of Callisto's... Anything else? No? Okay. And then it uh, left... I'm a caster is going to uh, think for a second as he gets something out of his bag to wipe himself down with, and then when he's going through his bag, he's going to pull something out and go over to Finn and put a hand out for Finn. Before that, he's going to say, "Were you the one who released him?" No, he's going to—he's holding a hand out to you. Well, he's going to ask you that before he pulls if his I, hand out. If I released the the lich. Yeah. Uh, accidentally, I uh, I did what you do, and I grabbed something, and it didn't do good things. 
You're not allowed to call me on my on my on my stuff anymore then. Yes, I am. Because I learned my lesson. Uh, he'll hold his hand out. Caster will drop your dog tags into your hand. Oh. Well, thank you. I'll put them on. I had forgotten that I had them with all of the busy, hectic stuff that had been going on. I didn't even think about them, to be honest. But, uh... So, now we know what caused the explosions. Are uh, any... Do we want to stick around here anymore? I would I would rather not. Hey, same here. I will collect the samples that we need. Um, oh, I've already got them, Such. Oh, thank you. Um... Uh, Caster, I could actually use your, uh, prowess here. Can you kind of, like, divinely smite what's left? Um... That... Did you hear that? that a... You, you feel something strange, but you don't quite hear that. That's a Magical okay. presence just you, for the listeners. You want me to you want me to destroy what's left in the bottle? Not what's left in the bottle, what's uh Zare, was there any left or did you just bottle up a, a little bit? The, there was some that had soaked into the ground that okay. wasn't deep enough to maneuver a vial under. Right. I can roast it with some gradients if that's what you're asking, yes, I can that would be about as good of a solution as I can. That is, I don't want any remnants of him here. I'll just sacred flame it until I feel it's the job has been done. On the the same note, um, Zer had stated that he went right to work while he was conversing with Callisto earlier. Um, on that same note, while Callisto's handling the the bird um, and is distracted. Zer will just say Callisto, and then he will mouth, and at the same time smiling, he will mouth, talk later. And assuming we, because we have that um, history of um, when Callisto was unable to speak, she had, I, I'm assuming she has enough practice to know that he's mouthing, talk later, as their conversation got cut off. That, that, or, uh, that or her she, perception, uh, but she not. Okay, and he'll just he'll just smile and give a thumbs up, and then on the the previous note, it's hard to jump back and forth. But Zara was kind of like in the middle of a bunch of conversations. Um, he, uh, I had stated that Zara went to right to work to collect as many vials as possible of the ooze. Now, if there were like ten vials, I don't need ten, but uh, Corey. Um, if you had to say how many vials of the ooze could Zare safely and conceivably collect? Like, these are small vials. Um, maybe two full small vials. The rest okay. of it turned into, like, a straight liquid, which was either absorbed or evaporated. No, two or three was exactly what I was thinking, so I'll mark that down. Um, and I'll did give the, a thumbs up to Sud as well. Did the Sacred Flame take care of the rest of it? 
just torching it on the ground. I'm sorry, what? So did the sacred flame take care of the rest of it, just torching what was left in the ground? Um, I would have just done it until I felt like it was good enough. What? Getting rid of the rest of the ooze, yeah. like, so it asked what me to. Soaked like, in to, the ground uh, or couldn't be bottled. I just blasting it, blasting it with. Okay. Well, that's the best I can do under such short notice. Hey, thank, thank you for, for that. Hey, hey, okay. Um, let's get rolling on before it gets too dark. Um, make camp and hopefully hit Blarg tomorrow. When we get into Blarg, may I borrow some of the party funds? Of course, sure. what do you need them for? I would like to buy some uh, specifically marked, specially marked sticks. Okay. So it's a spell component. Oh, I, I guess as sure. much. It'll be fun for Corey, because I don't know if he's ever had a player uh, do it as often as I'm planning on using it, but it's a fun little game for Corey. Hmm? I'm, sorry, I'm going with the person who just quit one of my other games. I'm going to uh, when we get into Blarg, I'm going to be buying the materials I need to cast augury, and so that's going to be a fun little thing for you to. Well, um, as the night goes on and you guys are, are kind of chilling the, the fire, Andrew, eventually you guys will come to a place where you'll need to stop. There will be another glow about a mile up the road from there that you wouldn't have noticed until it got dark. Uh, and the glow is kind of ever-shifting. It's kind of dancing along the trees on the far side. Would you... Would you all care to go check that out? It's quite intriguing. I would, in fact. I, uh, before we get some rest, let's know what new thing is ahead of us. But you and I haven't had a jog for a while, have we? Any smiles? No, and that actually, um, I've been, one of the things I wanted to do earlier was speak with you. So let's, uh, have a jog and talk, and then... The two of you think you're going off alone at this glowing light? No, I think Maybe we're... behind us in view. <laughs> if, if you wish to keep up with us, you can, I... This isn't something that I'm afraid to say. It's just something I don't want to concern the rest of you over. Well, I'm going to keep up because I don't want any of us to get hurt. Glista's going to go direwolf form. Okay, well, Sarah, in that case, I believe this will be a public conversation. Uh, he gives you the most compassionate and like you can to say anything to me brother and it won't embarrass me kind of thing just message him while running yeah i oh no. my gosh <laughs> hold on a minute no because i uh also uh finn are you coming or do you wish to i guess stay here by yourself uh no he he would come with y'all okay. um to be honest, uh, as we're jogging, we're doing like an Aaron Sorkin like walk and talk here. Um, 
I feel like a failure as a guild leader. Uh, we signed up. We had seven people in the guild. We had an eighth person join. We've had two deaths, one person leave, and one per another person vanish, and then another person have to stay somewhere. So, so far, I am five for eight when it comes for failures. That's not really my uh, percentage. It's above 50%. That No, that's bad. That's, yes, Caster, that's, yes. Five people, two people have died, myself, Finn, moment is gone. Uh, sorry, Finn, if you don't know that moment is gone, I believe we've already discussed that. I'm absolutely railing at myself. Uh, Martha has left, and Jason had to stay. I think we may technically have nine. I don't know if Wesley signed the charter or not. Um, but but otherwise, that's still terrible numbers. Um, and I have been so unable to stop any of them. Hey. We've also encountered guilds that have unfortunately not made it in the hole. And we've survived uncountable things, such as the awakening and the final death of a lich. Right, but I should have been able to stop any... It, all of the things <clears throat> that have happened that have led to things happening could have been prevented if I had done something different. If I had not gone to the bar to get drunk, Finn wouldn't have died the first time. If I had been a better shot and a better tactician, I wouldn't have died. If I had actually been able to get Jason to listen to me and we had been able to have a better strategy and been able to get the town guard on our side, then Jason wouldn't have overexerted himself and then gotten himself magically sick. If I had been a better leader and had listened to Martha with what she had wanted to do, she wouldn't have left. All of these things, massively preventable, if I had just done one thing different, and I haven't done that. So that is... Can, can I say something, Soot? Sure. I think you're an excellent leader. And on top of that, everything you're saying is conjecture. You don't know that if you hadn't come, if you had come along instead of getting drunk, that Finn wouldn't have died, or that more of us wouldn't have died. You don't know that those ruffians that we passed the woods wouldn't have killed you, even if you were the best tactician, or if they would have killed someone else. And you don't know if going with Martha would have helped her at all either. These are not things that you can sit there and say for sure they would have been different if you just did one thing. There's no way for you to know these things. Finn, Callisto, do you have anything to say? <laughs> she, uh, she is a wolf, so she can't really say anything. But, uh... So, I mean... None of things are completely your fault. We are all the ones of these things. You're roboting really hard, though. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't... Going up my Discord, and I'm trying to... It. That's why I haven't been paying attention. Uh, hold on. Uh, do I sound better? Oh, not really. really. Fuck. Wait, hold on. That fuck was very clear. That fuck was crystal. How about now? Better. Uh, slightly. Uh, no, not better. As we work on this. 
As you guys walk down the road and turn towards that light, you will see two large stapled pillars of marble, old and overgrown with uh, very large moss vines. The trees itself seem to have basically accumulated around it as if claiming it is one of their own, but in the dead center of this is a very large vortex with arcane sigils written around it, just floating. I assume that I don't need detect magic to know that that's magic. Um, I'm going to try something out that I haven't tried yet, and I'm going to use the gift Zareth gave me. And I'm going to activate my prayer bead of bless. Okay. And I am going to bless myself, Zareth, and Soot. And uh, looking at it, uh, Caster's going to turn to uh, the group and say, I could try to get closer and identify it and see if I can't see what it does exactly. So with this, I I assume people have heard stories enough to know when something at least looks like some kind of gate or portal. Mm-hmm. Um, would this fit the criteria for a layman's term, uh, layman's definition of a portal? Yes. Okay. Uh, there is always the straightforward way to test. Um, we've got some rope and some, at least one willing person to see where this I'll go. Some common information for you is that these portals have been around for a while. They're kind of all over Incendi. And uh, a lot of people would like to link them to the remnants over in the desert, um, over in Sandshade. So um, the the closest and most well-known one is uh, in a place called Aharaza. Um, It's probably one of the most largest of the... uh, large pillars. Um, I could I could go through, because if I get stuck on the other side, I'll at least be able to send you guys message letting you know that I'm okay. That's fair, but I will say before we step into that, that we should look into this and make sure that we know what is or we have any idea what will be waiting us. So um, I'm going to go look and see if there's any inscriptions or sigils or anything around. I'll it. join. I'll join with you. Uh, what What do I roll Oops. to figure out I'm what on. this is? Uh, I'll give you a guidance, by the way. Uh, you might be very limited with what you might be able to find. Uh, which is, uh, uh, so identify... So this is a transportation portal. Um, this has been devised for transportation among planes of existence. This goes to a different plane. Caster will say. Are, is there anything on the outside of it that would help me identify what plane it could go to? Um, Celestial, common, uh, infernal, primordial, by the way. It is celestial. Um, 
and it is uh, ancient beyond any language you know. I recognize the characters, but I can't put together the words. It's ancient. I know Caster is from Sandshade, but he didn't receive his religious education from Sandshade. No. Nope. Um, Zara is from the desert. Can I try a, a religion check, since I also know Celestial? Sure. To see if maybe this is connected to the old teachings that I'm familiar with. Yeah. I will roll. Oh, that was an arcana. Um, I'm I'll rolling. give you a guidance, by the way. Okay. Also um, do do I sound oh, better? That's not bad. So I'm gonna you do a sound. little bit. Um, I'm adding a D4 to that. Yes, sir. That's an 18. So the symbols on the pillars themselves are different than the ones that are now floating in Arcana. The pillars are linking to the old ancient gods, the ones you know of different names. This is um, kind of a summoning that they use to be able to communicate with some of the mortals in the day of old. It was a very rare and prestigious uh, thing to have a summons from one, because it usually meant you would most likely be at the foot of a deity. Um, the inside says the balance. Um, can I call, um, I, I, well, I would like to, so I am, I am calling, but I am calling, um, out some of the names of the angels that are taught in this old religion, the, the names of the gods that might be on these pillars. Not that I can read them, but I'll call out the ones I know. Um, so I'll, I'll say, uh, uh, Perendi, Asha, or Mazd. I, I don't know the translations myself. They're, they're just they're just random random angels um, and or gods. Uh, some of them might actually have parallels to um, like the the current gods. Like for example, Rashnu yeah, is what I, would be the I, same I, as Harvestrum. Nothing because okay. I don't know which ones they might translate to. I don't know which one it would react to. Oh, oh okay. Um, but I anyway. There's there's no response. I've... There, there's like like I said, there should be, but I don't. Oh. I don't know which. Oh, stuff I I wouldn't know are. either. So really, it's like. Um... Uh, is there one for Beska? Vasca, the closest would be Ormaz, but it's a male figure. Um, so it will half glint uh, and brighten for a second. It's responding also, to the old light. Also, would you like? Would you like me to go in? Uh, hold on. Uh, if no, if we're not doing that. Where we send one person in. If we if someone goes, we should all go. It's it'd be dangerous 
for just for one person to go, and there might not be a way for them to come back. Well, from assume we tie a rope. That's the it's has that old. ever worked in any books you've read? Yes. Uh, no, but given the one book I've read that deals with the train or travel involves a man falling through the nine hills and kind of trying to escape therein, uh, no rope was involved. Nice, nice pull. Oh, I mean, that's, that's one of the books I have. I'm just saying, it's, 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 we shouldn't send somebody by themselves. Then none of us should go. <clears throat> then none of us should go. I, uh, I just don't wish to go somewhere that would put us further away. Because even if this is a divine summons, if it decides to, oh, well, we'll just put him at the truth tree. And then we... Your, link, your, your rings will fade in color. Gasser still doesn't have a ring. I... Sarah's breathing very heavily. Um... Oh, God. You, you can tell this is affecting him very emotionally. Um, I, I'd have to say that'd be the same with uh, Finn. If if we need to see what's on the other side, it should be either me or Finn who goes through, because we're the only ones capable of getting a message back, even across planes. Then, then let me go. No, you died the first time. Yes, so if something does happen to me, then it's fine. Then let us settle this. I will change my mind. We should all go. At the very least, we if, we are, if we are delayed, we were all de delayed together. We do not have any of our party, any more of our party, scattered. <laughs> and Soot so will um, move to kind of like go towards uh Zare and like reach for Zare's hand. But like he will he will jerk it away as if startled, like he was very distracted, but he'll he'll grab grab your wrist slash hand like wholesale. And he's very shaky, but he composes himself and I'll say something something is telling us something. I don't know what it is, but it's important. I, the rings I, are undeniable. It has something to do with Arwen, I know it. And as far as omens go, I think this is probably the best one we've gotten. Um, I think, once again, I, Zara, I'm doing this to reassure you, but also I think we should all hold hands to some degree as we cross through so that we are all connected and no one gets left if perhaps the portal closes. Uh, Zara's going to offer his uh, his other hand to uh, Castor. Castor uh, will take it and then reach down and grip onto Callisto's scruff. Are you reaching down or reaching up? Because she is a large direwolf. Probably still not like... Uh, Six feet tall at the haunches. I also I could theoretically uh, pick her up if that needs to happen. I do have that strength capability. Okay. Somebody grab Finn. Uh, 
I'm going to start walking. I'll hold on to Callisto's scruff. We both got Callisto by the scruff. <laughs> yeah. We're, are we are we secretly holding hands on top of it, like you and I? No. Oh yeah. The OT three has formed. No, I I I don't hold hands till after marriage. <laughs> there you go. Just eat a raw potato to calm down. He's like holding hands before marriage, slut. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little too real. <laughs> And holding's a sin. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm I'm uh, leading everybody through because I can't I can't so, I can't I can't wait anymore. I'm leading yeah. people through. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Dude, it's kind of weak. It's almost lit. It, it's growing fastly. Uh, it is. Uh, both a solid and it's nothing at the same time is you kind of go through it and you see prismatic colors until eventually you find yourself in this wide open nebula uh, a solid floor beneath you though nothing can be seen a table just down the way a figure sitting at it with very particular color a very pale just to her skin most flame-like hair with feathers generally to the side and pupils that kind of look directly at the group but also very pale felt kind of real iris is she recognizable to anyone oh, i'd like to make a religion check you could definitely make religion checks. Can I have it with advantage because I grew up in Tansom? Sure. Um, I think almost anything for especially everybody would be easy to get advantage from this role. So, uh, go ahead and gain advantage. 13. So, 17. I don't think you two have put it together yet. Um, but Zareth has figured it out. Yeah. Um, well, I have. I've I. I yeah. I. 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 I think I've put it together out of person too. But I think Zare is is just going to go with his instinct based on the the glow that he saw earlier and the name that he called out. But he's going to he's going to reconfigure that knowledge into what he saw at Tansom. All the shrines that he saw, or the statues even, that he saw at Tansom. And he's going to call the figure out. Not a caller. Call her out. But he's going to say Lady Pesca. Uh, you guys will blink in an almost a second you find yourself at the edge of the table. Caster scratching Callisto's Zareth. Callisto. Caster. Finn. I believe you go by soot. If I'm being respectful. You are, and thank you. Please sit. I hear you have questions. 
Astro will sit. Yeah. Soot will sit. Finn will as well. Callisto will sit like a dog. Now, Sarah will move a, a chair out of the way for um, Callisto to even put her front paws up on the table if she wants to. Um, um, but then he'll sit down beside her, yeah. You might be asking why I may have brought you here. I've been listening. You all question the balance. Even villainize it, which I can understand. But there is more at work than I think you would know. I'm sure by now you've already seen that things are different in your plane of existence. Thanks to Arwen, I'm able to bring you here. May I ask something, um, Lady Pesca? Of course, my child. We have probably all long suspected some kind of connection between the crystal or Arwen and the gods, but what exactly is this connection that allows her and her alone to bring you us to you? Arwen is the last hope for our universe. Our multiverse, I should say. There are no other crystals waiting to fall. No, and there will not be. So, if... <clears throat> I don't know how relevant this is. If Arwen is the soul of this new crystal, but Kodia is the one who discovered the last crystal, where is the soul of that last crystal? Kodia became the soul of the last crystal. The last crystal was a prototype. Arwen is the true crystal. If Finn's gonna like, kind of like slam his hands, get up, is like, never mind that. How is, do you know what's up with Arwen? Is she okay? Arwen is injured. She has been hurt by a malevolent magic used by Craig, the god of discord. Craig used the ability that the balance was weak when too many people came back from the dead to be able to hide a deal that he made with your friend Moment. He broke more of the boundary on the balance, which is causing the shifting of elements in your plane. For you, it might seem as seasons are out of place. What can we do? We must destroy Zalem in your world, and in doing so, make an anchor for new life to be created. I must give you a small history. I, I do apologize. When the universe was first created, it was created by one being, who was known as the Great One. And there he had two sons. One of them turned 
evil after helping his brother create lots of life and universes, different types of old things and manners, but the magic corrupted him. He went from then on to be known as a creature known as Zalem, a creature born of the darkness. All he wants is for everything in creation to be destroyed so that he may rest again. I and the other gods have fought him. We have been for millennia. And up until now, we have been fighting a losing battle. You and one other planet is the only one that exists in the multiverse. All others have been destroyed. Arwen is the collection of all the souls lost that we could save, wrapped up into one power source. She will transcend universes once it is created. Will she live? Or does she still exist once that happens? Or will doing this kill her? It depends upon what happens. Just like the balance, there is always a good, a bad, and a neutral. You could succeed and Arwen will survive, and so will the wielder. You could fail and lose them both, or you could succeed and still lose them. The wielder? Or Arwen? Hey. May I ask, you said it was but us and one other planet. What makes them special? Tulalia. And what makes them special? Why are they spared as well? They destroyed Zalem, but not before he was able to shatter their balance. Do you They're... know how they did it? They used the power of a blade, one that Arwen is the last of, and the final edition, or creation of Sheets, the last version of this blade. So we have to get to her before anyone else does. If she falls into the wrong hands, Arwen will learn from the wrong people. She is like but a child. Though she seems like she has vast knowledge, she is lacking experience. If it depends on the, the wielder, then what are the qualifications for a good wielder? What, what should we look for? Who should we strive to be? What what do we do there? The chances are that there are many wielders. Finding the one that resonates properly with her will be the hardest task. We must find one that is in tune with her. They just... There will be difficulties. But in all, they will just work. Lady Pasca, you mentioned that Kodia 
the, the crystal that Cody had found was a prototype. Was Kodia the crystal's wielder, whereupon the soul of the crystal did not survive? The prototype wasn't strong enough to create its own will. Instead, it needed a mortal host. Kodia's immortality has come because the crystal is immortal. He will most likely witness end times. Even though that is not a bad thing, we don't want the end times to come too soon. Everything has an ending. Is there anything you can do to help us? I cannot meddle too much in help. I'm strictly already risking the balance just speaking to you right here. But desperate kinds call for desperate measures. You may choose to follow this task. You may choose to turn and I would not think less of you. I'm not conscribing you into a journey you don't want. So if you don't want this, that's fine. Arwen and I can find others. There has to be something special about us. We keep getting these signs. Arwen has chosen you. She has deemed that you are people of good heart. She thinks that you make the best choices that you can and you guys display who she would like to be. Well then how could we how could we deny that then? We can't turn from that. Because one sees you in the light does not mean that you must become their mentor. That is a choice that you must make yourself. Well, I've settled on my choice. I, I, I have as well. It's, she's a friend and and she's in danger. So, if we um, risk the crystal falling into the wrong hands, the whole world is at stake, including us. How can we shy away from this? Callista's going to turn back into her... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. There is many moons still left. As Though it may sound dire, it is still not anything pressing upon the horizon within the next few weeks. We will have time to prepare. And I will not be arrested for anything because I... <laughs> that was... You. I that would was like right out speak, your window. I would like to speak with my attorney. <laughs> We're trying to contact you about your car's extended warranty. You can it's see for... that like through your window, rodeo. Yeah, I live on a I live on a main road. Oh, it's free real estate. Free real estate. Calista's so uh, gonna turn back into herself. But sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, Calista's gonna turn back into her usual tieflingness. And say, forgive me, your majesty, I'm not sure how to refer to you, but, um... Lady Pasca. Lady Pasca, alright. 
what happens once the crystal falls? What? Crystal has I mean, do we know? She awaits someone to find her. And to find her wielder. And what it happens? It is likely that one of you would be her wielder. But there is always unknowns. You are given these rings as a token upon her championship. These will aid you not only in finding her, but also in battle alongside her. Say the crystal fell into the wrong hands. What could it be used for? With what power she still has left, Incendium and Talalia could both be destroyed. And he could very well wipe out every deity left. Understood. Thank you. If we haven't received a ring, does that hold any significance? You have not. Received it most likely due to the ability of not perceiving it yet. It may have presented itself already and been looked over. She'll kind of look down and, and kind of pull her hands like this, and you'll see a beam of light kind of shine to her. Oh. Fortosin. Yes. So, reach her hand into her palm as it goes, and almost like a pocket dimension through the shining light, and she will pull out a ring, and she will hand it. Castor will, will look at it. You're not the perceptive type. I guess not. I usually found myself quite perceptive, but apparently I missed this. Um. Do you know the deal that Craig, Craig made? Craig made a deal with Moment to bring you back, and so that he might use Moment. For things I'm not quite sure yet. But if the current events continue happening, he's using moment to end rifts along the world in which demons are coming from. You say heal or make? Heal. Craig unfortunately had to break the rules as we cannot naturally bring those back from the dead. Craig, however, does not care. And He's you're saying... The balance. How... How did Jason come back? That was a gift. From who? <clears throat> Your father. My father? 
Lord Pelicos. Lord Pelicos is a poor man in Sandshade. Lord Pelicos is the deity of love. That's who made me. He is your father. A few years back, he was opposing Mercer, the god of war. And upon doing so, he met your mother. You were conceived in a barn. And you were then delivered to the church upon birth. You are the first of the break of the balance. But, though Pelicos does follow the balance, he asked for a favor in return. To minute your blood from a demigod to an angel. It's the farthest change we can make. Should I feel bad about being the beginning of the balance breaking? Your father wasn't. Why should you? Your birth is not your fault. Never thought of it that way. You didn't choose to come into this life. I choose to give you it. Thank you, Lady Pesca. And Caster's just gonna look at the ring and shut up now, because he's got a lot to think about. What about those creatures that, that were attacking Arwen? Those are called spine glossos. They are creatures that live between realms and hunt for Zahar. They are currently seeking her in the third dimension. Is there nothing we can do to, to stop them or to like keep them? There is ways. They do not like light. Like their father and predecessor, they are apparently enjoying ice. Um, or don't you say leave me alone? What? Or don't you leave me alone? I was really thirsty and I got some ice and it made noise because my <laughs> regular Discord is fucking up right now, so I can't be on regular Discord with push to talk on it and still play in roll twenty. So it has to be hot mic'd constantly. Sorry. So I completely lost where I was at. Uh, they don't like light. They're, they don't like light. Yeah. They despise the light. And typically don't like salt. And if one were to be struck by one, would there be problems? It will leave a, phys it will leave a physical bruise. If it were to catch you multiple times, it could cause an open wound that could not close. Which leads me to this. So, 
you'll need those memories. And you'll see her eyes lighten up and all those dreams are going to come flooding back to you. Uh, okay, that's a lot. Thank you. Why am I going to need those? You have an ability which can be very useful. I'm sure you can find a way to use it, control it, visit others in their dream. Uh, yes, I'm sure I can. Um, sorry, there's... Yeah, that's... There's a lot on my mind, funnily enough. Um, um, okay, there's one. There we go. There we go. Got one. My real mother is my mother, not my real mother. Your real mother is whoever you decide your real mother is. But the one you grew up with is not your blood mother. Okay, that's... Okay, that's sure, 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 sure. That's fine. That's fine. Um, honestly, Zare asked most of the questions that I had. Um, hopefully, I think of anything before it blanks my mind. I don't have much time left with you, so there is some things that I would like to share with each of you, Zare. He once cursed the balance. I know it can be cruel, and at times it doesn't make sense. But upon keeping it allows us to keep everyone else alive as well. I know you've seen the difference in the seasons and how the weather can change. The balance wasn't derived by me, I merely watch it. I don't control it. I understand. I never meant to disrespect or even disbelieve the balance. I only meant to question critically those who seek to or are simply given the ability to disrupt it. I don't excuse what I said. I'm not trying to disguise my emotions towards the balance. However, I must say that my views, though clarified, remain much the same, if you understand. And I'll just look down at the table and think of how much I hate Discord right now. <laughs> I mean, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she will wave her hands and a small coin pouch will appear. It will have um, your family sigil on it. She will slide it down the table to you. This is a gift. Once every three moons, you can pull one item from that bag. It could be currency, 
be ore. It could be anything that you could use for your creations. You have a spark. And as a leader, you need to kindle and use it to your abilities as a leader as well. You've done well. You should hold yourself in high regards. Thank you. Finn. You have already met Arlen. But after coming back, you feel different. Yeah. No desire of your own. No goal. I, uh, my desires now are to see that everybody else gets what they were searching for. My goals is to see them succeed and be happy. Noble, but hollow. If one wishes to see others succeed, they must also rise to help the others succeed. You must find worth in yourself as a goal to strive forward. I think I have something for you. And she'll pull out a scroll and she'll have it float down the table for you. I'll look when at it for, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Just, he'll look at it for a minute, just not touch it or anything yet. When and if all is said is done, that is a scroll to a legendary leader hidden in Dragon's Rest. We once set out to find a legendary instrument. I cannot give it to you. I can give you the knowledge of the location. You must make that journey, hero. No, it, it, his body starts to like shake and very like just almost just like a tear like starts to form as he gr goes to grab it but he's he stops for a minute don't even know if I want this anymore If it changes, so will the scroll. No grab it. Sud? Hey. You are a very tactical man. Very down to earth man. You do know how to cut loose and relax, though. But I think what you need most is something that can help. And she's going to slide down a book of tactics. And um, it's, it's a novel of ways to be able to use your abilities as a leader to be able to come up with 
amazing tactics for your group and how to implement everyone together and how to get everyone working together as a team. Um, there will also be underneath of it uh, books of magic, two of them, each one with a different spell on it. appreciate this also if I may say um kind of apologies to your husband didn't mean to upset the stream or anything um none taken oh god uh uh as soot is going to like kneel and like bow their head like immediately <laughs> all right you please cut this but I was trying not to spit out my yogurt through my nose because you said it as though Hervis cheated on Lady Pesca with you. Oh, if only. <laughs> Sorry, I slept with your husband. You know, trying to make another caster, but this Try not to mess caster. up the stream, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Anyway, continue. You'll just, you'll just get here, darling. Just one today. I think too many introductions would be too much. Thank you. I'll put these gifts to um, good, good use. The real gift is some few words that I want to share with you. You can carry all the weight on your shoulders that you want. It won't help you, and it won't help your friends. What will help is you letting go of that weight so that when they need you to run beside them, you can keep up. You're not going to be able to control who you were born to or their morals. And you're not behind by who they are. Is there going to have, like, his hand, like, affectionately massaging the back of Soot's neck? Like, we got you. Like, you got yourself. <laughs> I suppose that's true. I, 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 I. <laughs> Lastly, stop. Yes, ma'am. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. So. Oh, I was just saying thank you. You're good. The question you've been looking for is, yes, they are dead. Somehow no. I saw that coming, but it still hurts. Arte is an evil. I know he's not. Well, he is one of my new creations. Well, working alongside my husband. He is guided by loss. By not being able to protect them even though he was there. He seems irrational, but his heart is good. That's not my question, my lady. 
Forgive me, I know this is going to sound irrational and like a small child asking the meaning of life, but you all watched as my family died. There's no wrong answer, but why didn't you step in? We are incapable of coming to the mortal plane. One mere footstep could cause tsunamis, tidal waves, hurricanes. Sometimes we can create visages which you might run into on the mortal plane. And they still do have temperance on the plane, but we can control that temperance. The balance states that we are not to partake in anything upon the mortal world. What was sent upon your family was human. He was not a creature. We Who could was not. He? he goes by the name the Chain Ringer. Callisto's eyes are going to go wide. She says, Well then. I appreciate it. He's a member of the Gilded Skull Keepers. Okay then. Thank you for that, I guess. I truly must hurry. These are our final moments. In this realm, there is but eight wielders that could potentially help you in your combat. By my calculations, you have met three. I don't know who the right one is, which is why Arwen needs you most. Please guide her. Lady Pesca. Yes. Before you go, I, I, I need something answered. Maybe it can't be answered, but it it might be leading our group astray, and I need to know whether it has some connection or whether it should be ignored. And he 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 places his hand briefly above the crystal that hangs around his neck, the arrowhead, but then. It slides into his breast pocket of his coat, and he pulls out the letter of his lover. And he says it describes strange happenings at the the Lily of Aharaza, and in the portals that we saw that brought us here. It, it showed memories or visions of the desert. Is there some connection from one side of the continent to the other where the crystal lays? There is a connection. You will find it along the path that you are traveling. No Thank details you. are needed. That I wish to help you on your journey. I know this will be difficult for some of you. 
but I think it will answer an issue you have been trying to find for a while. And that prismatic color will come back to everyone. You'll feel a shift. And pretty much by the time that you are coming back and your eyes adjust, you hear the waves kind of crashing up against the beach behind you. As, as you look up, off in the distance, you can not only hear, but see a place very familiar to one of you. Lorbrum. Can I roll constitution check to see how well I handled planar travel? Sure. Get a disadvantage on that. To the milk? Yeah. Uh, 14 oh, because he had to wear a mask the whole time. Uh, nice. you will throw up. Yep. No. Uh, so we'll look around and be like, oh, well, welcome to my home. Um,. Joy, uh, if anyone has smelling salts, I suggest you open them now so that you can get the smell of fish uh, wedged in your nose, because that will happen in probably a couple hours. Yes, um, so a bit of description or description of Lorbrum. Lorbrum is a medium-sized village. It's at the small bottom of this island up north. Uh, this, the look of this small town is to make someone, uh, it's pretty much a sailing place. The shore is uh, pretty much hobbled between both like sand and a few pebbles here and there. The smell of rotting fish kind of floats through the air. As, as, as of recently, the, the fishing has not been the greatest. Norbum has been having a large problem with this as of lately. Um, most of the lands are kind of a little bit to the colder side, and the trees look like they're struggling to survive. The only heat in the area seems to be coming up north from the swamp. Uh, well, that saves us a good bit of travel. Um, don't have to worry about housing. Definitely. So... Do you want to even be in the same house as him? No. But I do need to have a conversation with him at some point. Caster's still retching, by the way. Maybe we should have that in the morning, because I don't know if any of us, me or Caster especially, don't seem, seem to be in the right mindset to deal with whatever fallout will happen because of this. Uh, I, I probably... Make me, well, no, he won't make me wait. <laughs> My father tried to make me, oh, that would be a great one. No, uh, yeah, we can take our time. Uh, I'm not going to announce ourselves or anything. Uh, as a matter of fact, does anyone have, like, you know what, screw, screw this. Um, Soot is going to, like, tear off their, like, shirt and, like, tear it in half and wrap it around their head. There we go. While you were doing that, Caster was starting to take off his cloak and he was about to hand it to you, but... No, no, I can't have anyone possibly recognize the nice clothing that I wear because the tailor is right over there. 
And so he'll kind of do that like little like directions motion where it's like you go, you know, two blocks that way, that way. Like, yes, Callisto, Alex has got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, the best in um, is this way. Uh, Corey, is there, is, there should probably be like a somewhat upper class in. Uh, is that still open and upper class looking? You are muted. The only place available, you know, is Bojar's Inn. And recently, they were up to standards. They are not anymore. Um, the wood is worn and old. The, the four rooms in which they have are not amazingly ideal. Uh, the, the beds are uh, broken and splintered in some places. Some of the tables have wobbles, and they have very limited cups. Uh, the price, though, is also a bit outrageous at five gold per person. I have a question for you. Current in that is still open. A question for you, Corey. Did yes. our cart get teleported with us, or is it just left in the woods somewhere randomly? It is not currently with you. Uh, well, Do we have to get have... Yes, that does not leave so it's person. We are not actively using it. <laughs> that's all them. Okay, please tell me we have the bird at least. Yes, the bird is there. Oh, bird thank God. Follow. Like, yeah, this this bird is dad da. Actually, yeah, actually, in your head. So, after all that, you will hear dad da. So it will kind of, you know, cock their head and then just shrug, like, kind of like shake their head, like, nah, whatever. Uh, okay, so. Right. Um, there's plenty of bait shops around. There should be plenty of bloodworms. That's a good point. Uh, second off, uh, I don't want to pay that much to stay at there. Uh, well, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Um, you know what? Uh, actually, before I say this, Corey, is there yes. like a not like a guest house. Is there a secondary building at like my father's estate? You have four estates in this town. Hell yeah, baby. Uh, all right. So we've got uh, there's a you know a few places and one of them I believe is a uh, quasi abandoned building. We tried to make it in. Succeed. Um, all we need is a door, really, and then we have our own rooms. So hold up the key. So, um, does anyone need to do anything before we go with this? I, I don't know what all we want to do here, other than what I want to do. Listo has kind of wandered over to Caster at this point and is like, Are you okay? Uh, no. That was a. That was, uh. I found out things. And about milk? Have, no. About me. And I'm having trouble processing those things. Oh, right, that. Yes. The milk. The milk's no problem, and he'll put his hand on his own stomach and cast lesser restoration and get rid of his gut rot. But he's still really shaky and wobbly. Um. I would like some. I, if you're asking, Sud, I would like 
I would like some of those sticks. They cost about 25 gold pieces. It could give us insight into what's happening. What will happen with your father? Uh, okay. Um, best bet, there's uh, kind of like a bookseller slash arcane merchandise uh, last I saw, but it was a very niche uh, shop, so I don't know how well he's doing, but perhaps we can find him. If his shop's still open, we can shop there. If not, we can find where he lives and we can see what kind of merchandise he has to start him. We'd also like some... Any type of alcohol. Oh, Corey, is that noise happening? Yes. What is... What? Hello? Can, can you... Can you hear this? Can you hear this? Is this telepathic or out loud? Telepathic. To who? Anyone wearing a ring. <laughs> it, does I... it sound familiar? Very familiar. Arwen? Is that you? Finn? Arwen? Sir? Arwen? Caster? Yeah. <laughs> you yep. sound like you drank bad milk. Uh, yeah. Yes, among other things. Oh, so right. you're Arwen? Yeah. Hi, Calisto. Hi. Are you okay? Um, are those creatures still after you? I've healed, and I have banished them from my dimension currently for time being. Is, is something happening, or are you just establishing contact with us? I'm just establishing contact. I, I will be quiet, I'm sorry. No, it's, it's no. lovely to meet you after everything we've heard. <laughs> I just want to make sure that there's nothing that is happening that we need to attend to. That sets the urgency of the conversation at a different level. So if there's well, nothing happening. It's funny that you do say that. I do sense a group of seven people on your direction here from the south. Seven people near you? Other adventurers? Yes. How close? Um, week and a half's journey. We have to get there quickly. We'll have a week and a half. I just wanted to let you know. Corey, how long would it theoretically take uh, if we were to charter a boat to go to the approximate area? Like, how long would that take? Three days. So, by my math, that means we have about two days. Uh, so it would be three days charter flight, or charter flight, <laughs> charter boat to the jungle, two days to travel inland. That's gracious. So that gives us approximately one to two days to do this. So, in all honesty, should I just go ahead and do this? Should I just go ahead and make a scene, cause a ruckus, and 
Yeah. I'll come with yeah. you. Yeah. I'll come with yeah. you. I, I all, have plenty of We magic. all should. We all should. Could attempt to stall them and create longer time. Um, it would mean that I would be out of communication for a day or so. I think it's. I think we can handle this. Honestly, this is a bit of a intel slash um, personal reasons. We can do this as fast as possible. I know a couple. I know a couple. Just don't want to rush you. No, no rush. I also don't want to be here. I mean, I do want to. I need to be here, but I don't want to be here. It's something that needs to be done. But it's not something that I want to do. It's just something that needs to be done. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes, no, I know. Um, so it's gonna look for like, uh, probably either like a town guard or like, technically, Soot's dad is was like a business owner, so like, someone whose business that his dad owned. Like that's what Soot is looking for. Someone that can go. With your dad being mayor. Um, he would have his hand in everything. Um, you would also know that the guards would report to him. And there are always at least 30 roaming through the town. Oh, okay. Um, so it's gonna just look around for one, uh, either a guard or preferably if he could find, I can't remember the, the hand's name he used to know it, but I can't remember. Conveniently, if that man is out and about, so we'll look for him. Zerp um, said there's a particular person? Didn't he say, like, his... Any guard, but, like, his hand, specifically. Oh, oh. So you're just looking for a guard that's yeah, for just, your father? Yeah, just anyone. Um, so you'll come so, up on... Um, come up on a gentleman and he'll have uh, kind of some of the armor and he'll have like this purple uh, kind of cloth around his neck but with um, kind of blonde hair. Um, he'll have kind of shaved down his two canines to look kind of pointed. And uh, he'll have two piercings. Uh, one on top and, and sides of each lip and one or two on the bottom of each side of his lip. And then one piercing. I don't remember what this is called. Like septum? Bridge. Uh, that's a bridge, and then it's snake bites and spider oh, those, bites. Those are actually angel bites when they're on. Angel top. bites. Damn it. Yes. I, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's snake bites and angel bites, but anyway. Uh, so it's gonna like familiar. Um, when your father did permit you to go to um, very private schools in town, um, you would know him as Bronze. He is another noble son who is now working for the guard. Oh, okay. Uh, so we'll walk up to him, uh, take off the like makeshift headband. Uh, hey, uh, looking for my father. He's in his manor. Uh, if you could summon him, I have some discussion to have with him. Uh, and Whoa. so just. We thought you were dead. Hey, hi. I kind of wish I was right now, but I'm not. Father knows that I'm not, and he did technically send for me. Go get him. That would just be great. Yeah, yeah. He'll pull up a, a cigarette and kind of... Yeah. 
Oh, you mean me to go. I mean, I don't mean you. I mean, literally anyone who could, she could. Uh, uh, he scream. Charles! Go hit the mayor, bro! God, Lorbrim is awful. Yeah, I think I hate I your home. I hate Lorbrim, dude. <laughs> so it is going to, like, the whole time just unfazed. Just, like... Yeah. Lorbrim, a.k.a. the set of point break. Uh, so... How have... Yeah, the lights will run off. It'll be, like, a few minutes, bro. That's, that's fine. Um... What's up? Oh. Caster's getting visibly annoyed, just so you know. Thank you. Um, it's good sauce. Brought it in last week. How have attacks been lately? A little bit higher, but because the fishing's not so good, you know, we got to keep up. Key buildings are falling apart. So. And the trees are dying in the, in the swamp, so we can't really get wood here unless we ship it in. Right, and I know who owns most of the neighbor shipping companies. Right, so planning a big move soon, uh, bro. Big moves, you see. Yeah, thinking about packing up town, heading to the jungle, see if we can kind of cut some trees down and like build a base. See if we can start selling some tropical stuff, fruits and junk. That would be. Castor's gonna. <laughs> You see Callisto's yep. hair start to steam. Cash is going to put a hand on her shoulder. Give it a good squeeze. Like, sorry, bro, I didn't make plans. I'm just... No, I, I know you didn't. I, my Big father's man. quite industrious, is he not? Um, yeah. Thank you. you industrious, is, is that what we call it now, Soot? He turned the is... to the gambling hut. <laughs> no, now we ain't got naked girls all through town, so I kind of... Oh, that's terrible. That puts people out of jobs. Uh, but hey, this is this is what we used to describe my father. Industrious. He went from uh, owning an inn to owning several inns, owning a few shipping companies. Uh, I believe now, does he own no, a casino? Oh, now he owns a casino. Okay, I was actually about to ask. Yeah, it's called On the Water. It's a new kind of tourist thing he's trying out. Oh, you got cards, and dice. And... If Caster could roll his eyes any harder right now. But, uh, I appreciate it, Bronze. I know you've been doing how's your How's your father? Has he been feeling all right when I left? He was... Still cranky ass, man. Like, he punched me this morning, so I was like, bro. Oh, hey. Uh, that's not good. Um, okay. I had some of the stuff that I had less over from last night, so I don't feel it anymore. That explains the brain damage. <clears throat> maybe, maybe I should ask you for some of that to be able to take a punch so well. But, um, sure. How, have there been any recent expeditions to, to the church? Has anyone gone up lately? Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Um, this one dude came back as stone, though. He returned, but he was a stone? Yeah. Well, he was fine for a day, and then we found him in his house, like, just straight turned stone. Hmm. Okay. That's... That's pretty new, I'd see. Uh, 
Well, most people actually don't return to church, to be honest. So, no, it, it was, but it was better than the last time the werewolves tried to attack, so. Oh, I, okay, so we need to work on our wording here. Um, okay, um, at ease, soldier. Um, uh, it's cool, bro. You don't need to be so, yeah, cool with me. <laughs> bro. No. No, I, I didn't. It's been, it's been a while. It's been a minute. But it's, it's nice you to have you. Adventure good, man. you. I'll be 20 feet away talking with my friends if you need us. That's where I can be if you need to find me and my, my father needs to find me. Have a okay. good one. And Soot will turn. Keep it cheesy. Keep it turn and uh, walk away. Okay, so uh, actually got a decent bit of information uh, out of this that. place sucks, bro. Hey, <laughs> oh my god, it's spreading pretty well, I see. Yeah, it takes a bit of mental effort to kind of correct for that. I can see why you ran away. Uh, yeah, that's definitely what it was. It was this talent, not the fact that my father is a raging egomaniac willing to do the world. Well, isn't he the part of the reason the town is the way it is? Yes, he's... Well, not exactly the reason that it is the way it is, but he's basically the reason that it is the way it is. Now, I, I mean, I could give you a brief history lesson of Warbrim, if you wish. Uh, it's, it's not a terribly interesting town, but I can absolutely crank into that if you need. No, I think, I, I think I'm good, so... It... Maybe later, when I haven't, don't have so much to process in my own mind, I'm just kind of here to be your friend and help you through this and back you up if you need it. Live old. Oh, uh, Soot is going to turn and like hand at the side out and like unarmed, but like just kind of like hand out at the side of the way. Aaron's going to grab that hand. Hey. <laughs> You'll see a, a very young boy who you remember being um, your father's uh, soon-to-be hand. Uh, he usually cooks the books and deals with all of that stuff. Draped in some very elegant clothing, he has seemed to have since become a mage. Leifold! So strange to see you here. It's a surprise to be here, to be honest. It's great to see you. Glad to see you advanced in your studies. Indeed. I am quite the mage now. More I, so than I ever would be. I'm sure as you are. <sighs> now, if you would do me the distinct pleasure of obeying me as... Oh, your father's not here. Oh, boy. Where would he's he be? He's been missing for a few days. Oh, what a shame that he's gone. Oh, how will the town manage? Yeah, we all figured we knew you would be so concerned. Hey. But see, the rest of us who do care sent out a search party. And I'm sure that it's the top men, you know, people of bronze's ilk, that are going out to... Most of them did at least score higher than you on the aptitude test. Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure that once you lower the aptitude test baselines so that can you read... Is the hardest no, question. No, so you actually had to raise them from your base. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they did. And I'm sure they had to raise them from yours. So if they beat mine, and if I remember my grades correctly, they beat yours as well. 
No records. Oh, those records got lost. Oh, I hate whenever we transfer our schools all the time and the records get lost. Oh, did somebody lose the records? (laughs) The point is, my father went missing, eh? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's actually going to have to move things. Uh, Well, it'll make it a little bit easier. I am here to try my father. Now, I am here to try him in absentia for a long list of crimes, which, uh, if you wish, I can list them all for you, or I can write them off as a transcript and get that Do you even sign. have proof? I actually do. I have the word of a noble as to what his crimes were. Hmm. Which noble? Me. And as I have yet to receive any sort of notice <laughs> of being disowned no, or being renounced when you left. I'm not a noble anymore. Who did I tell that I was abdicating or leaving? I told no one but father. Father can't perform. When you left your duties unattended and others had to instead take them. Just makes me a bad noble. Doesn't make me not a noble. Just means I... Your father abdicated you himself. Oh, I didn't receive notice. I have not received any certification of that. What I am taking when is... you don't have a postal code, it's hard to receive. That is true, but he did seem to find a way to contact me without a letter and didn't mention anything about it. He specifically asked for my help, which I did refuse, and I'm here now in order oh, to... So you've had contact with him since he's missing? I don't know whether it was when he was missing or not. All I'm saying is I've had contact with him since I've spoken. Uh, contact twice, technically, uh, I believe. Hmm. Hey! Is there a loop around where I could charge him in the name of the church for you? I mean, theoretically, yes, as one of his crimes is heresy. You would Uh, still need proof. I I have the eyewitness proof right there. Eyewitness. Hey! A noble that's not a noble, who's angry at his father, and clearly has other desires to see the family burn, would totally hold up in court. It might. It might. Hey! You can't beat someone like him at his own game. You're not that good of a narcissist, so... Fair enough, thank you. Uh, I mean, I have to beat them at the game correctly, or else it doesn't count. If I don't beat them at the game legally, then there's no point in it. Uh, But no, eyewitnesses should... And I also do have <coughs> evidence uh, outside of uh, outside of eyewitness of myself in both corroborating evidence and evidence taken from the scene. Well, then you can contact the judge. He will determine your evidence, I'm sure. Wonderful. You have to point me in his direction. He'll point to the graveyard. Perfect. Uh, well, let's see. That's. Uh, I can speak with the dead judge if you would like. Uh, that doesn't really hold legal authority. I don't think it would speak with the ghost. I don't think it would And what a, what a true shame that the only person, the only arbiter of the law, just happens to pass away under my father's notice. Isn't that just a shame? Yeah. Hey, that is just... Well, 
someone to follow in his footsteps that actually oh, oh I almost forgot he did leave you one last thing. He'll pull out uh, a deed to one of the old fishing buildings in town. I thought you were going to go and pull out a gun. <laughs> Just Total. Keep the change, you <laughs> filthy animal. Ooh, what you say? So, so we'll take it. Just be like, thanks. At least I am a property owner, uh, which may come in handy. So thank you. We'll... It's good enough to make you at least a lord in Lorgrim for the time being that we will be here. Don't oh. cause trouble. I will arrest you without a second thought. I am the law enforcement now. I am the law and order and the interim judge. So it like literally is like nodding and you're like, yep, that's technically how it works. Like, yeah, there's no judge and the judge would have been my father. Well, at least he had the modesty not to point at himself when you asked him earlier. So uh well, thank you. How long has his father been missing? Approximately three weeks. So with it being gone three weeks, and he's technically abdicated his responsibility to the thrones, and now his firstborn son is back, and now technically a lord in Lorbrim, can't he take the seat of his father in absentia? No. In, in a bylaw, technically whenever, uh, if I was forcefully abdicated, from my position, then I was removed from the list, which then whenever my father went missing, me our friend here, uh, technically the highest ranking official, uh, so he is mayor in absentia until the next election cycle or until my father is found. Uh, Your brother has also agitated the throne. And will be in charge soon. <sighs> You should I... feel good about that, right? Yes, I am asking. Uh, so it, the worst, um, only worst thing than my father in power is my father out of power. So, uh, I don't really know what to do here. Um, uh, I'm sorry, we never caught your name. I am... Thank you. Loading. Azul. I was thinking Alphonse, honestly. I like the color name scheme of the town. But. Azul. So, Azul. If you need to know where to find us, it's right here. Please. Your shack? Aye, my shack. But, please. Don't feel overburdened and uh, speak with me. You have yourself a wonderful time. You as well. And don't get lost. Uh, you tend to do that. Sure. So we'll turn and turn and leave. As we walk away, Caster's gonna look to Soot. He's gonna be like, Soot, excuse my language, but this place is a shithole. Aye! It, it is. It's gotten a little bit worse in the year than I've been gone. But, um, this is, this is about right. His rules yeah. always been people. Can we yeah, try I... him? Do what? Can we try him? Like, we're going to try your father? For what? 
For what crimes? I don't know. Uh, as of being power a dick. Being a dick. Yeah, what he said. As, as much as I would love to do that, uh, and I mean, he is technically implicated in one of my father's schemes. Uh, he is right. Don't have evidence. Yeah. So, uh, at least I, nothing that will hold up in court. I don't have, like, hatred. I didn't think I did, but after him? Yeah, I, I think I, I hate somebody. Uh, yeah. You haven't even met my father. That is, so, uh... Hmm? Sure, it's okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say my father's worse than that. That oh, is not trying okay. to be my father. Um, you, you all notice Zareth is, is looking for reflective surfaces? Um, and, and he, he's, he's just mouthing something over and over again, looks like. And he's like crinkling his eyebrows. Looking into reflective surfaces. Uh, Caster thinks he gets the gist of what you're doing. And in the dirt and the ground of the shithole town, he's going to spell out the name. Okay. Yeah, that that sounds a lot better than what it looks like. <laughs> it is it is apt. Oh, that's that's pretty good. One. No, um, so shall we retire to my abode? Ooh. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, yes, indeed. So, um, let us check out your abode. <laughs> Uh, so, we'll go, whoop, hold on, Callisto's doing something. Oh, okay. She couldn't remember the name of the, her parents. <laughs> responding. Um, I thought his name was Garion. I don't know why. Chain runner. We'll so, have one more scene, and I think that'll be time to end the night. Yeah, it's very good. So, so we'll lead them back to... I assume this is, like, literally a shack, like, right near the water, so that it is, like, shit. It's on the dock. And it and it feels like you know the braces are. Someone basically so... put an outhouse on the dock, and then, as a joke, gave me the property rights to it. So you ever, you ever see, like, those boxes that are so unsturdy they they like shift everyone put weight on them. When the waves hit, and when they retreat, the whole building does that. There. So so we'll walk up to the the shack turn the guild key in the door and be like, ah, it looks quite homely on the outside, but I think it's fine. Oh, no! Uh, so, well, like, literally thinking that they're being kind of, like, funny, like, when that happens, just like, oh, okay, so let's look, and I will push open the door. Uh, inside will be a few, um, kind of shelving units that they kind of shift as the building shifts, and all the while you're kind of peering over, you see that poof, poof from the waves and the whole kind of building ship. You'll see a small table with a bit of food, a couple pieces of bread still there, and a person uh, with uh, dark hair and a hammock sleeping. Do I recognize this person? No. It's something you've seen through town, but you've never been acquainted. You've always been kind of on the opposite end of the riches spectrum. So the chances and likelihood of you speaking are very. Can, can, we, 
can we just stay outside of town, Soot? I mean, we can, but first off, Soot's gonna knock on the door to wake the guy up in the hand. <coughs> yes, while the door. Coming, coming, coming. I'm on my way. Um, let me get a shirt on. I just need some clothes. Um, he'll kind of, because he'll, he'll kind of flop out of the, the hammock and uh, kind of grab a shirt and kind of throw it on. You get a good look at his face. He is uh, kind of medium sized, dark hair, uh, kind of wavy to one point, um, stunning blue eyes, and a five o'clock shadow goateed kind of situation, very thinned on the cheeks. Um, oh, don't, so, don't bother. You, 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 don't, you don't need a shirt. I honestly, I just want to let you know, um, I don't actually really care, but, um, Technically, I own this building, so I just kind of want to know who you are. No, do you mean you own this building? This has been my family for years. Oh, well, you know what? Fine. Uh, so we'll sign the deed and toss it to him. Congratulations. Just kind of look at it confused. I know I owed money, but like... You owe nothing now. Sank, so... Oh, well, I mean, the house was mine. I don't really... Here. So you just made him a lord. Yes. Lord Hogan's Hi. I am. And now I am back. just a random civilian. You're a lord. And so will bow uh, respectfully. You need a place to stay. I, I don't have much be welcome to oh. it. Uh, so will kind of look at everyone. Uh, who am I to refuse hospitality? Uh, does this shack fit, like, five or six of us in there? Because there are so few possessions, yes. Some people are sleeping on the floor. That's... Oh, Caster always sleeps on the floor. Uh, I, um, well, I suppose if you're going to be our, uh, our host, you'll need some food. And so we'll toss it. him. Oh, so it was gonna toss the guy like three gold. Well, I'll just make like forty pounds of food. Okay. Well, I was going to. You know what? Here's three gold anyway, just because I don't need it going here, and I'll oh. more of it. I'll 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 head out now, and I'll buy you food and nourishment. Cast your points at the. Kester points at the large pile of food he just made on the man's table. So much. Is there anything else you would like, my lords? I'm going to head hey. to the front door and, and kind of give a bow. They are explicitly not lords. Yeah, I was about to say, first, stop with that. Yeah, I'm a priest. Yes. Um, well, uh, I shall head on out. Uh, uh, oh, I never introduced myself. My name is uh, Tristan. Bow. Lord Tristan. And so will so will bow. You need to pick a last name if you're going to be a lord. Skylar. Skylar. Lord Skylar, it is a pleasure to meet you. Uh, Tristan. Tristan, help yourself with the food that I created. There's a lot. And so much. That's a lot. It's a lot of damn food. I'm gonna go and get some spirits for you guys for tonight. Ooh. Maybe. Oh yeah, we we definitely get rowdy. This is a day that we have to drink away. 
Yeah, yeah. Caster's bad. Caster actually got physically angry with that oh, other I... man. Ooh. So we had a rough time, and we're now gearing up for a nice party. Um, something to kind of calm our nerves. We're on the right track. And all seems to be headed somewhere, and I think that is a good place to end it for the night. I would, I would yeah. also like to point out that Finn has, ne has not let go of the map. He's just not put it away. It's been in his hand the entire time. Hi, everybody. You guys know me. I am the Diggity Diggity Dungeon Disaster DJ. I'm here to thank you guys for listening to episode 27. I know the audio has not been great. Um, we're working on fixing that. We got a new microphone for myself. I got the new HyperX microphone. And I'm hoping it sounded pretty good right now. The Blue Yeti was uh, a great microphone. However, it did not serve our purposes perfectly. Um, I had a lot of issues with it for some reason. I'm not sure why. I think it's user error, of course. And that's usually how it goes. Anyway, uh, I want to thank uh, Cobalt Press for letting us use Creature Codex and Tomes of Beasts, though I know we have not used them a lot yet so far within this season. I feel like I used them a lot more in previous seasons or in any of my other games. Um, I really wanted to, to kind of put out more of them, but, um, you know, combat comes kind of importantly in the story these times. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm not too upset about it. I hope you guys aren't either. Combat seems kind of fun, but drastically dangerous. Um, let's see. I want to thank uh, Sirenscape for letting us use their sound effects. And if you like, you can look down below. There is a link to Sirenscape for every sound effect that we're using um, we emailed them a little while ago to ask if we could use them in our podcast, and they said as long as we cite them properly and tell everybody the sound effects that we use, then they don't have a single problem. So, um, thank you guys. Thank you so much. It, it puts so much interest in the background of the sounds. It's just, it's, it's fun to be able to play in a game where you can actually hear the world behind you. Um, yeah. Um, if you haven't checked it out, check out our Patreon um, opportunity to roll. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of stuff out there. If you want to help support the podcast, it would be a big help. Um, cause you know, making sure that this goes over the air is a little, a little costly, not, um, you know, it's not bank breaking, but, um, it would be, it would be useful to get some help. I can promise that our audio will get better in time. I am sorry. It's so horrible right now. We are doing our best, but, um, yeah, uh, bandwidth has not been great. Uh, microphones have been hard to narrow down. And we're still kind of looking out ways to, you know, pull out the ticks in each of these issues. If you have any suggestions, uh, go ahead and shoot some down in the message box down below. We'll try anything. Um, anyway, thank you guys for listening. And remember, keep your opportunities open. <laughs>